0: okay now we're live mine took a minute to oh (laughs) but we're here damn (laughs) we're here Hello, hello 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 how are you doing I'm doing well I am um I mean that's half true half a lie I mean I I'm like a broken record at this point my job is really exhausting mentally um yeah not even physically just really mentally exhausting so that I just really can't wait for a change there um so that kind of just like takes over my whole weeks and even still I can like hear the undertones in communications with the higher-ups of like when are you gonna be back to your normal schedule when are you and I'm like I'm sorry like if you want to battle cancer and then come back to work, please be my guest. Like, please yeah, go ahead and do that. You're but biking. like, I'm gonna continue to do what I need to do to take care of me because this job, though while I'm thankful for it, and it is providing me with the insurance that I need to get treatment and surgeries and all those things, like, it's just a job. And like, y'all will be okay if I have my weekends off y'all will be fine like that's not anything out of the ordinary y'all ain't hurting for nobody else right Mm -hmm. like me working truly 9 to 5 Monday through Friday is very normal the fact that that's not normal for this company is weird to me and so I'm gonna keep working my Monday through Friday 9 to 5 until I truly have like no more doctor's appointments and follow ups that I have to go to (sighs)
1: because yeah because you need a day to like just breathe yeah (laughs) catch up like i can't be a person
0: yeah because before my days off were wednesdays and sundays and i'm like that's not that's not helping me like i need those consecutive days to like rest and also be productive or like see friends or family so
1: especially because like you're working a lot of the mm -hmm. time when you're working then you have to leave work just for a few minutes to go do an appointment real quick like you're doing all of this stuff in conjunction with each other at the same time the least they could do is let you have your saturdays and sundays off y'all y'all are bugging
0: yeah they really are so you know i really like i said i'm don't let me have to talk to hr right i'll
1: leave a review I'll leave oh, a trust you y'all reviews, don't know how reviews, to take
0: care of y'all employees. The reviews, first of all, the reviews already exist, and um, and they Ooh. will be more will be coming from me, I'm sure, when I'm able to leave because I am quite over it. You gonna but, eat them um, up? But yeah, how are you doing? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: okay. You know, uh, I hope mm-hmm. our our listeners are enjoying their their week as much as I'm trying to enjoy mine we finally got a couch in the apartment oh my god but there was such it was such an insane kind of process (gasps) (laughs) Mm -hmm. just to get the couch um I went in on Saturday to look for couches you know the couches that Mm -hmm. i wanted the prices were not giving what i was interested in paying you know 2300 dollars for glorified cushion chairs yeah Mm -hmm. um so i took my mom's uh, advice and i went to an ashley home furniture (laughs) store to see if they had anything i would like Uh and i found one that i was absolutely in love with that Mm -hmm. um Max couldn't want it to essentially see before we made any purchases. And it was right. gonna be like twenty three seventy. And I was like, damn mm-hmm. bitch, like can't even save no it's just as expensive as if I would have right. if I had bought it online from the company I wanted it from. But I digress. I was really excited to find a couch because I just want it somewhere other than Our backless stools and our wooden patio chairs to sit in in the house. Like, I just Mm -hmm. need something else. Yeah. Um, Of course. And so we were going to go back this coming Saturday to look at the couch, get it. Like, Mm -hmm. we were looking forward to it. And I get a call while I'm, you know, preparing to meet Meg the Stallion on Monday. Um, and the girl who I'd been working with was like, Hey girl, so we just put your sofa on clearance for 50% off. We can give it to you for a thousand dollars. Can you come in today to purchase it? And I was like, bitch, what? I was like, dang. And I was fully in downtown LA getting ready to meet Meg the Stallion. So I'm like two hours away from where the couch is. I was like, I'm not going to make it. But yeah. I went, Max and I went the first thing on Tuesday morning. Uh-huh. Couch was still there. And the girl we had been working with wasn't there. But she was like, girl, talk to Taji. She going to take real good care of you. And look, I trust black women. All right. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. working with a black woman initially. It felt like God was really working in my favor there. And she connected right. me with another black woman. So I was like, wow, thank you, Great. God, for continuing to bless me. Mm-hmm taji takes us over to our couch and i was like what you Mm -hmm. think max he's like it's quite nice i was like great so we're just looking for the sofa and she was like uh wait what and i was like yeah we just like we were supposed to only be buying the sofa and she was like oh well i don't think my manager is going to let me sell it to you without selling you the love seat as well and i was Mm -hmm. like what do you mean she was like well now that it's on clearance now that it's on clearance we have to sell it as a set and I was like why I was going to buy just this just the sofa on Saturday for 2370 and Kiana called me yesterday saying I could come in and get just the sofa for a thousand what changed Mm -hmm. right and she was like let me talk to the you know the manager because I don't understand you know basic steps of customer service is like if a customer has been in is on record of like having a product on hold and had an Mm -hmm. appointment set up in your system to come buy an item them coming in being told they have to buy that and something else like that's not customary that's not standard and the manager's like nope they can't buy it unless they buy the love seat as well which was going Mm -hmm. to be not a thousand dollars but instead three thousand dollars for the full set Oh, no. um, which is what was making it 50% off. And I was like, bro, that's triple what I was told I was about to spend. Why would right. I do that? Also, we don't need a love seat, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> what, it, what you, me going to be like, yeah, okay, we'll take both. Right. I didn't come in here for a love seat, I came no. in here for a sofa. Right. Um, And so, yeah, they they were just kind of being really weird about it. And Taji could tell that we me and Max were about to be like, okay, well, I guess y'all just lost our business. Mm -hmm, Right. (laughs) And so she took us over to a similar couch that was a little nicer, a little more upscale. um, And it was really similar. And she was like, look, this is a huge sectional, but. I can sell you the two end pieces on the right and left side and you can put them together and it's just going to be like an extra large loveseat, basically mm-hmm. a sofa. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little more expensive than the other sofa was going to be. Yeah. Um, and I already had, like, I had to, Max and I are still looking for employment. So mm-hmm. regardless, we were putting this on my credit card. Right. Um, and so we were like, you know what? yeah fine it ended up being like two grand which Mm -hmm. really put us in in the hole yeah it's so aggravating that they delivered it stained but Mm -hmm. the money money comes back to you I just applied to like five different jobs all of which I think I'm technically qualified for I applied to be Uh like an associate producer for a podcast company um, because I I mean, I do have experience as a producer. I just never realized it. Shout yeah. out BAC. Shout out our podcast and Unpaid Emotional Labor. Mm-hmm. Um, I applied for a job at NPR. Just yeah. keep the vibes going right. that one of these jobs that I know I'm qualified for goes right. to me and and not an unqualified white man. Exactly. Allow the audacity of a white man to just pour over me and the blessings right. abound that I move to... Being interviewed for one of these positions, I also hmm. applied for a job at Hana Hana Beauty because <laughs> they're looking for a copywriter, which I've I've also got experience in. So, yeah, we'll see. The couch money will come back to us, mm-hmm. but Jesus, y'all, if y'all know about any remote work, especially in media yeah. um, in entertainment, hit your girl up, because we are in dire straits over here, just for the yes. sake of having some seating in our living room. Right. Other than that, I'm great. How are y'all doing, <laughs> right. listeners of the Black Chilorettes?
0: <laughs> yes, please let us know. Leave us a comment. Uh, leave us a little DM, something like that, Um, because we want to know how y'all are doing, too. Yeah, I love those. But, yeah, shall we get into this week? Um, Yeah, I guess so. It was was, a doozy. I was telling my before we started, I was like, my notes don't really make sense, and there's not a lot of them. So I'm really confused and concerned with, like, how I process this episode, because I think I was like, my notes are telling me I was over it from the start. Um, Damn. So what what's your first note? My first note says Zach gets one on one. Tino stop complaining, please. That's what Bro first you, you were fed up immediately.
1: Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's what I said. <laughs> Um, that is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this week was, I actually got to watch it with a homie, um, my my homie who is Jason's neighbor we got to watch it together she came over yeah we ordered pizza you know who you are if you're listening to this hey girl and she also gave us such she was like oh I also had a comment or like some feedback about this like it was just so much fun hanging out with her because she's been listening to the podcast and uh, we were sharing our theories and our thoughts and ideas and all that kind of stuff and obviously we both Love us some Jason. He just recently hung up a shelf in her home because he's such a good love, person. Love that. Um, I'm just saying, y'all, like we love us some Jason over here. Um, mm-hmm. But it it made watching the episode actually so much fun because I didn't take notes, obviously, when I was watching it with her. I just watched right. it back and took notes. Right. Um, but it, it didn't really feel like work and also baby back bitch alone was enough for me to be so hype about this episode yeah like, yeah just ki- king ethan k uh kang love you so yeah. much we do love <laughs> you made he this was, episode he was the, so highlight worth of the episode absolutely. absolutely truly oh my gosh Um, but yeah, I mean, the episode opens pretty simply. We actually start off, we're in the Netherlands, we're in Amsterdam, Uh and we've got Gabby and Rachel, and I'm not gonna front, like, I was looking at their outfits, and I say this a couple times in the episode, but I was like, damn, the differences in their style is getting to the point where I'm distracted. Oh, yeah. Like, Gabby, Gabby's in her little mini trench coat moment. I was like, okay, uh-huh. you know, with your little high knee boots. And then Rachel's next cute. to her just in some, like, army green cargo pants and, like, a jacket looking, you know, pretty chill, super casual. Yeah. They just be looking like they're on two opposite planes of the yeah. spectrum, which, like, I respect. Shout out to Carrie for doing your best to honor their, you know, both of their senses of style i just Mm -hmm. be like damn where are we going i'm so lost where are we what's the temperature is it summertime or is it cold like what's happening um but rachel is in a whole different rachel is a different fucking person what do you mean she is she is in a fantastic mood oh yeah yeah, she's like You know, for the last couple of weeks, Gabby and I have been traveling around Europe, sailing mm-hmm. on this ship for a chance at love. You know, the guys on Gabby's side and my side. I mean, we really have the best guys here for us. And I was like, girl, yeah. just 48 hours ago, you were in shambles. Dire right. straits, ready to, to go home she when was. Logan decided he wanted to be with somebody else. Right. Um, And she's hmm. like, you know it's so beautiful here. And Gabby and I are both feeling so hopeful, which made me think about this. Cause she, you know, they start doing their hometown campaign where they're going to say hometowns every 55 seconds. Yeah. Um, but when she's like, you know, and you know, with hometowns right around the corner, it's getting so much more serious. Uh-huh. We're about to involve families, and it's a really big deal for, for me. You realize that this section, the entire narrative structure of the beginning of the episode, is actually Rachel in an ITM, unless some of it's been frank <laughs> Yeah, into position. is her before Zach gets there in the field of flowers for her her date with him, her one-on-one mm, with him. I see. That's where... All of this information, um, comes in Mm -hmm. and then it cuts over to, you know, Gabby saying, you know, I'm so excited for this week. Hometown's going to be crazy. I'm truly excited to spend time with the men here in episode, uh, in episode in Amsterdam. Yeah. But I know it's going to be another big, big week. And I look at these men and I can see a future with, you know, with some of them, um, and so it gets, it uses these two moments where they're essentially talking, but ahead of their one-on-one dates with uh-huh. Zach and Nate yeah. as like some semblance of foreshadowing for the whole episode. Right. Um, and it puts us back in that forced tribunal where Gabby and Rachel are having girl chat in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to believe that this isn't fucking scripted. Right. Right. <laughs> um, And, you know, Gabby makes mention of never wanting to put someone through her being introduced to their family if she doesn't necessarily see a future uh, with them. And so something about this section is really, you know, kind of forced and contrived as a means to set up Gabby's Mm -hmm. heartbreak that's coming. Like the heartbreak storyline for the whole episode. Yeah. Um, And Rachel's being in such a a good mood, a fantastic mood, especially using her ITM uh, uh, footage from Mm. her date with Zach, has me thinking, oh, wow! is our producers truly only relying on using really dramatic footage of Rachel when they're trying to pull and suss out drama that's not organic? You know what I mean? I I think
0: so. I play you. With it. Why do you look so suspicious? <laughs> um, I don't. I, I feel like you lost me on the last part. But
1: well, this is my thing. Like, I, I guess something that has me curious. Of course, they've been instructed to talk about like how the process is going for for for, yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but once Jesse gets in there, obviously we know that entire conversation is fake. <laughs> But him saying, how's this process going for y'all? And Rachel being like, oh, my God, I feel like it's working for both of us. But especially oh, yeah. me, when the entire season so far, the last four Six, we're on week six. The yeah. last five episodes have been her specifically and verbatim saying, this process is not working for me. Mm-hmm. I am failing as a bachelorette. I'm yeah. doing this wrong. I just need to go home. It's like, why is that the only footage we've seen if she actually feels like this right. process is working for her in right. the event that she's not been told or instructed to say this? Yeah.
0: It's very, um, once again, I'm going to, because I've now joined the the Big Brother fandom i'm going to um <laughs> make a comparison Use big as well brother lingo because no not the lingo but just with so with big brother there's the live feeds and all that and so like you can watch mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. people literally at all times of day 24 7 um yeah. and so as i mentioned with my job i'm sitting at my computer for eight hours a day so I'll just like put on something in the background I can't really put on like podcasts and things because then my mind actually wants to listen and focus on the podcast and then I can't actually focus on my work so I'll put on a mindless like mm-hmm. shows or whatever um just as just as noise um I some I like need more than music because if I just had music I might fall asleep uh, but anyway so i I've, I've been putting on the live feed so I've been pretty much keeping up with like what's going on and the difference of what happens on the live feeds and what actually airs on Mm -hmm. the shows on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays is wild. Like literally completely opposite narratives, completely um, removing different narratives to make one person look either better or worse. Um, specifically, there's someone that we call KK Kyle, and by we, I mean Twitter, calls KK Kyle. Oh, and no. KK Kyle pretty much tried to split the house up by race, him being white, <gasps> literally used the word silent majority. Um, and and ah! on, on the show, there is nothing talking about this other alliance that he tried to make, this silent majority alliance, but there's always the villainizing villainizing vilifying mm-hmm. of the um of the black, the black character people. specifically the one dark-skinned beautiful like she's an actual beauty queen um dark-skinned black woman taylor um none of the like was oh, this the girl with of- the
1: long hair she yeah. was on my explore page yeah she's okay.
0: gorgeous. we love her we love taylor um who has gone through so like experienced so much bullying microaggressions all that None of that was shown on the live show. So then when Taylor's like crying or like being dramatic, quote unquote, on the live shows, people are like, she's a baby. She needs to suck it up when like y'all haven't seen that these girls and these men have been bullying her since day one because they're jealous of her because she's a literal beauty. Like she's actually perfect. She's so beautiful. Um, But she, so then people are being dramatic about like thinking that she's just being dramatic, whatever. Why doesn't she just get a backbone? But then the moment that she gets a backbone and starts to stand up, she's aggressive. She's rude. Yes. She's loud. Um, She's Mm -hmm. strong arming everyone. Um, And I'm like, oh my God. And like, they literally showed her this, this episode um, basically calling one of the white girls a bitch because she did literally stab her in the back. And she was like, okay, bitch, well you're going to do that. Well then I'm going to do this because I've been trying to protect you. Um, so, but what they didn't show was that same white girl saying that she would throw hot soup in Taylor's face and that she was disgusting and nasty. But they just showed Taylor, the black girl, calling this innocent white girl that they painted her a bitch. And I'm like, who wow. the fuck is in like, charge? literally, Twitter is going wild because they're like, CBS, you are disgusting because we all see once again. They call them like the people who don't watch the the live feeds, they're the casuals. So like the casuals all saying that Taylor's a bully, Taylor's this, blah, blah, blah. When y'all don't see all of the treatment that she's endured, she literally had a grown white man literally yell at her. Like he was aggressive, like aggressively yell at her and tell her that he didn't want to speak to her again until finale night. That man went home because karma got his ass. Um, But it's like, so wild cuz the narratives are so completely different and i'm re- like i knew that that existed yes. but like seeing it in terms of big brother i'm like oh my god like i literally watched the episode last night and i was like this is not what's happening like this is so the producers trying to paint a comp- they already knew who they wanted as their villain they already knew who they wanted to be the perfect little white couple they are all- like they already knew all these things and so they can just mm-hmm. cut and paste leave things out so that the viewers Uh, perceive it the way that they want us to perceive it so in the same way I'm sure that's what that's what's happening with Rachel I'm sure there's so many Rachel's probably honestly frustrated like watching this back because I'm sure that there's probably been so many moments of joy and of happiness and of just like pure excitement for the process um, and thankfulness and gratefulness that she's there that, we didn't, that we're not getting to see because all they want to show us is Rachel's see. a mess Rachel can't keep it together she's always crying, she's not grateful for this opportunity she's selfish she doesn't care about Gabby Like all these things so she's probably frustrated honestly watching this season Which, like, that's something
1: else that I'm super curious about, because obviously they're being instructed on this continued press tour that they're doing to talk positively Mm -hmm. about the process. Mm -hmm. And it, it just reminds, well, it just, yeah, I guess it reminds me to call into question everything that we see and don't see, especially, I... Still haven't received confirmation whether or not that TikTok I was talking about last episode is real, where she has the oh. words literally traumatizing in the background really faint. Uh-huh. So once again, I am ca- I am asking for yes. our homies at the cookout, find the receipts, help me. T- or at the very least, if the receipt is bitch, I saw the TikTok too. That yeah. will be enough for me, um, mm-hmm. where you really have to get presentational especially when being led and instructed by these producers who at the end of the day literally at the end of the day are working to keep you in a room for like an hour at a time to film you in these conversations having these asking these questions to the point where they know they can break you and that be the footage that they're going to rely on for your experience Mm -hmm. Um, and then Rachel publicly because she's on contract has to be like, yeah, I mean, like I just cry a lot because I'm a Pisces, you know. Yeah. But it was such a wonderful experience, and this is what it means. This is what it's like to find love, and it's like ah, is it right? <laughs> like we'll wait for or the book, or is this just okay? Exactly, we'll wait for the book. And so, as an audience member, I'm watching her be painted almost as like a, you know, someone that flip flops, shout out Megastani's yeah. new album, go listen to it if you haven't. Hey, but you know, I she's haven't. one way. Oh, it's good. I, I think it's, yeah. it's fantastic. It's fabulous. I believe you. I just day, need I to, I've
0: listened to like one song on the radio, but I need to actually sit down and listen. It took me almost
1: the full month that
0: Renaissance has been out to listen to it. So <laughs> you've got time. No, I, I <laughs> did listen to Renaissance like right away. I mean, not right away, but like, within definitely within 12 hours of it dropping this is how you know i'm a beyonce
1: casual which feels like Mm -hmm. really disrespectful of me to say because Uh i've been able to like meet her and like i'm in a music video all of that kind of shit Uh because beyonce's album came out it took me two and a half weeks to get into it Mm -hmm. um meg's album came out bitch i was there immediately like it was a live feed on big brother it was i had never listened to something so fast really (laughs) Um, That's but funny. yeah, it just, it, it just wants, I want to continue calling it question the way they're utilizing Rachel this season and yeah. how producer heavy the hand is on her edit. And even the way she engages in those moments, like the moments with Jesse and, and Gabby, cause like how, how, how we got her looking like this, why we got right. her looking like this. Right. Um, Republican be damned. Like, yeah. <laughs> bro. What's going on? Right. Um, but uh, Jesse Palmer aside, because I really do feel like he, he'd he be a waste of time and it would have right. been more fruitful f- for us as an audience to actually just see Rachel and Gabby in conversation with each other uh-huh. ahead of the, these one-on-ones. Uh-huh. What's your current read on the remaining guys in Rachel's group of dudes? We've got, like, Zach, Tyler, Tino, Ethan, and Aiden. What were your, like your thoughts of these guys going into this episode this week?
0: I mean, I feel like I really, I mean, once, once like like the, the reel that was posted that we posted, like we still don't really, we still don't really know them. Um, so it's hard, it's hard to really, mm-hmm. I feel like give a read on them. The one that we've gotten to know the most, I would say is probably Tino and then Zach. And then the other mm-hmm. three are kind of, even I would say, as in, even as in, we just don't know really anything about them. Um, sure. Yeah. So you I you would say like, Avon Avan,
1: Tyler, and Ethan are all on the same like yeah. the same level for you going into this one. Yeah, gotcha. I think it's gotcha. just
0: we just don't really know anything about any of them. So yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like mm, whoever gets the date, I don't care. Just let it be entertaining. And then the person who yeah. got the date was somebody who. No. Wait. Yeah, had already had a yeah, date. Yeah, had already had a date. I was like, wait, am I remembering correctly? Someone we already... Yeah, so yeah, I was like, Somebody okay. we already knew. <laughs> so this is what we're doing this week. Like, would be smarter, potentially, to do something else, but I'm not in charge, so...
1: Yeah, and I was like, do. maybe
0: Rachel really is
1: in charge of who she's getting these dates with, because when I saw that Zach got the second group date, oh, second group date, the second uh-huh. one-on-one, I was like wait a minute especially because they show they show so much of Ethan this episode and I love it he is yeah truly 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 our baby back cheese intolerant king um but hearing him talk about how he was hopeful for the 1 on 1 got uh-huh. me in my feelings because in the event that Rachel is the one who gets to choose who's going on her one-on-one dates, yeah. why in God's name would you keep Ethan around all this time? Exactly. Uh, me, me assuming that like their connection is real. She has spoken yeah. very highly of him. Uh-huh. Um, but if you have no real vested interest in getting to know them, everyone you've met in some way, shape, or form, and you're talking about how ahead of hometowns it's a really big deal to spend time with the guys, yeah. why wouldn't you want to spend time with the one guy you haven't spent time with? Exactly. Exactly it's giving let's keep him here for diversity right
0: exactly that's exactly what what it what it is so which blows bro it does blow it fresh it's really frustrating it's like this is such a great guy and he's like yeah sure we're thankful for the screen time this week but like not y'all wasting this man's time He'd been here the whole
1: season and right. and I am willing to believe there's a lot of footage or a lot of not a lot, but plenty of footage and interaction. I don't think Ethan would have been out there just naive as fuck, thinking like, Oh, I talked to her twice and it feels like I could meet meet her parents next no, week. I don't yeah. think that of him at all. I think there's no, missing the, information. And they definitely they, definitely like really just were like we need to have an Asian guy stay for as long as possible. Right
0: yeah because i because i do seem to have good like chemistry and connection and all that so i'm like okay when, when yeah. was this established because i miss i miss that so i'm confused i missed it
1: we're like and instead we're relying on like building a jealousy arc for tino hello
0: yeah it's um it's too much um so let's okay so yeah. <laughs> so how you you said earlier um like Jesse Palmer, waste of time. Yeah. I, one of my other notes says, also, wait. So the, I think that Gabby and Rachel, or definitely Gabby, agrees that Jesse Palmer is a waste of time because when he came up to them, Gabby said, Sorry, I don't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Period. I love that. Exactly. I was like, like This man is not adding blue. anything to the experience. You still out here on your own. I ain't own. getting up for you, like, sir. I'm comfortable. It's probably a little this chilly. This man, like, I'm not getting yes. up. I'm in my heels. He, he truly comes
1: around just enough so that he doesn't have to call on his va- vacation days. That's it. Exactly exactly that man is on his own vacation and and you can yes. hear it in his energy when he sits down he's like how you guys doing how do you like amsterdam and they're like oh it's so great we're so happy to be here how do you like it?" he's like man this is one of my favorite cities in the world right. i'm having a great time bitch. aren't his you at work
0: there his wife probably there they probably having a nice little vacation in all these spots they probably got a whole section of the cruise ship to themselves um just living their best life. But yeah, Jesse, we don't, unfortunately we don't need you so you can go away. Um, but yeah, let me get into these, these dates. And do you want to start with Gabby or Rachel? Yeah. Let's start with Gabby.
1: Um, you choose. Yeah. Uh, Let's start with Gabby.
0: Yeah. We can start with Gabby. Um, so (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Um, my, my note once again, me referring to my notes. My note says, "Wait, I'm crying. LOL." Gabby is already crying. Like, the, like Nate had not even showed up yet. It was just the like knowing that this man was about Yo, to come. Yes. She was like, "I'm not ready. Like, I already know mm-hmm. that this is gonna be the end." Like, she really just because I feel like with some, with some one on with most one on ones, like the breakup, like the the lead kind of goes into it like. Either like really excited or like excited, but I have to talk about some things. I feel like we don't often yeah. see the leads going into a date being like, this is about to be the end. Like they usually yeah. don't go into it. Usually knowing that we they're see about them go through some him. of the date. Yeah.
1: Yes, so I was like, oh, exactly. she like
0: literally brought this man out here to break up with him. Um, yeah. So she was going through which it. was
1: such a bummer because like we saw Nate's you know th- there were two things that I was thinking of as she was getting into the date and she was already in shambles was one Nate hears his name on that card and uh-huh. is in such a state of disbelief because right. like of course everyone in the room is like at the very least it should be Spencer <laughs> right <laughs> who right. I exactly continue I should you not and I I feel like I think I like spencer i don't know but uh-huh. i continue to forget he's there because he's gotten yeah. so little exactly. you know screen time Uh uh-huh. um especially in that that one group date where he got the mini one-on-one kind of right. situation yeah that was forgot so that strange. shit even happened right um so nate is already so shocked and so excited and the mm-hmm. guys actually seem excited for him right. so you know like one, they continue to have a great rapport. Two, uh-huh. Nate comes off well to everybody, which yeah. dang sucks for everything that's in the news about him. Like right. why I'm over here thinking, like, damn, why would you go on this show knowing that like you got all of these skeletors in your right. closet? Like you, you over here really got first. people at all got folks thinking like set up for the okie doke and jesse i feel like his only function in talking to gabby and rachel before gabby's one-on-one date was actually to get her on the edge because you saw him baiting her with those questions like you seem really emotional like what's going on and she Uh keeps her composure and is like well you know it's just a really big decision and other people's families are getting involved and it's a, a lot to go in to with this week but I still think it was enough that they continued pulling her aside ahead of Nate coming there uh-huh. where she had to kind of realize that she had positioned herself um in a place where she was like I don't know if next week I'm ready to meet Nate's daughter in the event that that and we don't even know if that's what Nate yeah. would do.
0: Uh-huh. Right.
1: Right? Yeah. We already know the nigga didn't not told somebody about right. his daughter in the, in his little situation ship exactly. for eighteen we months. We don't even
0: know if the baby mama know where he at. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't even know if the know. baby mama is going to allow
1: him to bring her daughter on national television. Right. Okay, like we don't know what's in the custody agreement or the arrangements that have been made once exactly. he's left. Exactly. But Gabby is like thrown into and she's alluded to this before this state of anxiety thinking about like how this is going to impact other people which I think is largely tied to you know growing up with a mom who did not show love or give love in the way that Gabby needed to receive it as a child or wasn't willing to give it at all and so now Gabby's like First of all, this got me anxious because there's a child involved. Second of mm-hmm. all, this got me anxious because, like, what if I'm a... I, I don't even know if I'm into motherhood or if I'm right. in a place where I want to be a mom. Where is right. Nate looking for... She's thinking of all of these big questions, and I don't even think she gave herself space to have that conversation with Nate. Yeah. You know? Which, yeah. like, sucks. But mm-hmm. also, like, shout out to her for being willing to be so immediately vulnerable and, like... Yeah. I don't know. I think those tears came from a gut instinct knowing that this wasn't the direction she was ready to go in. And I think that's fucking commendable considering the way like motherhood is forced down our throats historically as people who take up space with bodies and uteruses, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's very mature of her to recognize that and decide that just to, yeah, just to trust her gut instinct and say, you know, I really like this man, I could really see a future with him, but there's other parties involved, and I don't know that I'm ready to take that step, and um, Yeah. yeah, that's commendable, like, there doesn't have to, like, full stop, like, you don't have to explain anything else, you don't have to, you know, like, those are your private concerns and issues that like you are processing through yourself. So like if you're still processing through those, you know, you don't owe that to us America at one bit. You don't owe that Mm -hmm. to Nate, you know, you don't owe that. Like you just, you're just trying to protect everyone involved in a way like by you stepping away, you're really protecting everyone. Um, And even though that's hard, I think that she definitely made the right decision for herself in that moment. And Yeah, it was commendable, even though there is such a, such a um, not, well, not stigma, but just the way that certain people in certain areas of the country do look down on, you know, on not wanting to be a mother and not wanting that to be a part of your story. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think you're right. I think I think it can be considered a stigma because, uh-huh. you know, there's all of those. And we see it yeah. in TikToks all the time yeah. where people are like, damn, Max is yelling. My oh. nigga. I'm so sorry, <laughs> y'all, if y'all can hear him. I did hear he a little a something, but
0: room. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, he is playing his little Apex Legends and Case. he's on his Discord chat with his headphones. So. Love that. But I, I think there is a stigma attached and there's i think a conversation to be had about like how folks approach it because we see these tiktoks all the time and i feel like i like i know i've personally gone through it a lot where i went home for christmas and people my aunt quite literally told my mom verbatim that i was pregnant oh just because I had gained uh, some weight that's yeah. it she's like mm-hmm. it's all in her stomach she's at least three months along meanwhile I'm in a long distance relationship and I right. th- I had seen my, my boyfriend for the first time in like six months two weeks before but I'm three months right. pregnant right. because there's this expectation at this point and always these questions about when are you going to bring grandchildren into the picture I want a niece and nephew mm-hmm. like, I want my great nieces running around and stuff and it's like I don't think I'm at a place where I'm aligned with myself and motherhood in a way that that's something I want to pr- pursue. Right. And if that's said out loud, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So her being able to say that out loud and confront it and also acknowledge the trauma that exists with the idea of motherhood for her, um, I think is like super transparent. Uh, it, it, part of me is like, damn, you know, I wonder if there's a conversation they've had about parenthood and like yeah. what Nate visions for his um, his partner to uh, like his partner's involvement in his daughter's life yeah. to look like, I wonder if that conversation exists somewhere because I did see one of our listeners or somebody on Instagram was like, "I feel like she wrote it off too soon." Like, how mm. does she even know that Nate wants her involved yeah, in his child's life? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I mean, maybe they did have that conversation the yeah. day she gave him the fucking chocolate, and we just didn't see it. Right? All, you know? Right. Um, And then also, maybe she just knows that she's not in a place where she wants to be involved with somebody who does have a... Like, I think people should be able to choose that, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they should be able to acknowledge that their boundaries are, I have such deep feelings for you. She says that him having a daughter and knowing that he loves his daughter so much and that um, his daughter is just like him makes her love him even more. Yeah. Like, she's clearly not bucking down from her feelings about Mm -mm. him it's Mm -mm. just the circumstances don't align where they could be together in the way that she desires to be with somebody right um right and their beginning of their date starts so strong like i feel like they her and nate and her and jason i feel like are like the two couples in my opinion that have the most authentic chemistry
0: Hmm.
1: like they'd be interacting like actual couples yeah you
0: know what i mean yeah they do have a very genuine connection, I think. I think it yeah, it's it definitely started off well, but it just crashed and burned so quick. And I don't think like I really was just watching and I I posted about it in the Discord and I was like, "Wait, she really about to break up with him on this walk?" Like like they're like not. It happens so no fast. I was like, "Wait, what was the, the date?" Day? I was right. And then which we'll talk about later, but I was like, "I feel like I feel like the date that Rachel and Zach went on. Was the date that Nate and Gabby were just going because they were talking about the tulips and really? all this stuff. The tulips, right? That's what it was. They were talking about the tulips yeah. and stuff, and they're like, "Is it here? Is it?" And she's like, "No, it's like outside of the city." Blah blah blah. Like blah. Well, and then a couple minutes later, like Rachel and Zach are there, and I was like, "Oh, was this supposed to be Gabby and Nate's date?" Because oh, they didn't see. I thought.
1: Remember how after. Rachel broke up with Jordan V. very early on. They had her, uh-huh. like, continue to sit in the, the theater and watch the, the country group, oh, Ashley yeah, yeah. Cook, uh-huh. and then perform. Yeah. So I thought that's what happened when Gabby got on the boat. I thought she was supposed to go on a boat tour around because those are super famous oh, yeah, in yeah. Amsterdam. Uh-huh. Uh I was like, oh, they made her go on the fucking date by herself. That's why she's on this boat after (laughs) Nate's already been sent home. That's what I fucking thought happened. Um, But the tulips make sense.
0: The tulips did make sense. I'm like, if they sent me home and I was in Amsterdam, I would have been like, okay, well, I would have asked. I would have been like, well, what was the date supposed to be? okay, can I go do that by myself before I, y'all put me on a plane? Like, before I leave, be Like yeah, Let like, me just do you. something like just to have a good experience here. But he did say he was there like in 2020 or something. He was just there. So And during the pandemic and it was
1: like closed. Ooh, something else I noted in, the, in this date is while they're like on their what seems like actually a pretty short walk.
0: Yeah, I 10 think paces.
1: They pulled Gabby a couple times to do an mm. ITM. Hmm. because Nate asks her either two or three times about whether or not she's been to Amsterdam before. Hmm. And I was like, wait, how do you, didn't you just, you just had this conversation like 30 seconds ago. Right. Um, And so I, I wonder if they kept pulling her for ITMs to be like, how are you feeling? And maybe pulling him to do his ITMs to kind of talk and, it was under the guise that they're going on a walk to the date so that they could film them like walking together. And they ended yeah. up just compiling a, a lot of the same footage because, and, you know, Nate repeated himself because it was such a short walk before she broke right. up with him. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's no, I, what I, I was I speculating think it was, was happening.
0: Quick. I don't think that, I yeah. feel like this all happened in a span of like 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> Like it was yeah, like, bro. It was just like he got. And off ten the boat of those minutes then, were them doing ITMs. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I really don't yeah. think that it was anything drawn out, um, whatsoever.
1: Well, let's, let's get into the breakup since it happened so goddamn fast. Um, so we hear in an ITM, Gabby says, you know, damn, and I feel bad reading this because. I'm not going to lie. I cried. You did. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. did. This got me like a little, I was a baby back bitch, okay? I Mm -hmm. got caught up because I was like, Mm -hmm. dang, one, I don't like seeing people cry. Two, she was like in such a state of emotional distress where you could tell she didn't want to hurt his feelings. Uh She does really like him. All of this kind of shit. It felt very genuine. It felt like a real breakup. Yeah, it did. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And so I got, you know, them second... You know how you get, um, like, secondhand embarrassment or that uh-huh. secondhand pain when you see somebody hurt themselves? That's how I felt watching Gabby. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn, I know we supposed to think they ain't shit right now, but, uh-huh. like, a, a boo-hoo, a boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Um, she was going through it. But, you know, she says, you want to be together so bad, but you can't, and I don't know if I should have done this earlier or not. And... She sits down they sit down and she doesn't look like she's crying yet and then immediately bursts back into tears mm-hmm. saying, you know, I wanted today to be so special for us. You know, I have like such deep feelings for you And Nate immediately cuts in and is like, Don't cry, please. Mm-hmm. I don't don't cry. I know. Like he knows. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: He knew it was gonna like I mean, I'm I don't have a child, so I don't know, but I'm sure that like he's heard this before like not everyone is ready to take that step and be in a relationship where there's a child involved so I'm sure that he's mm-hmm. he's 33 like I'm sure that he's dated many women who were like I it really it seems like, like he's you. dated a lot of women right. he, okay we he know didn't. we know for a fact he didn't date he didn't been around he didn't Chicago. been around um he ain't been on my hinge though I never saw this man
1: Um, well he is recently divorced so you know he might have been laying low just trying to meet folks in person
0: you know what i'm saying (laughs) true he could have been um but jesus um he what was i going to say yeah he's he's probably like him saying i know it's just like okay you know he thought maybe this time it could be different but unfortunately Mm -hmm. it's not
1: yeah gabby hits
0: us with like Hella cliches,
1: bless her heart. She's just trying to find the right words to say. Yeah, she is. You know, it's going to get harder, and I never want to say goodbye. We're just in two different places in our life. It's not you, it's me. And Nate's like, it's not. And she says, I know it's a cliche, I'm just... I'm terrified of being a mom and being bad at it. She is so lucky to have you. And I know if I met her, I'd have no choice but to fall in love with her because she's just like you. And every time I see you, my feelings get deeper and deeper. And, you know, Nate is actually very, like, he took this on the chin. I think he did Mm -hmm. as as well as he could. He got some tears out. I couldn't tell if they were genuine. You know how... So when I try not to cry, I look up and I try not to blink because I know the tears are going to come. Yeah. But I feel like on television, in film, sometimes even in theater, when we see someone trying to cry, we see them blinking a bunch. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say he was fake crying. I do. It sounded like he really was getting <laughs> choked up. Yeah.
0: But my nigga was blinking a lot. He was he blinking was, them tears out of me. I wasn't... I don't. I didn't catch that, but once, once again, like I said, my notes are short and don't make sense. So it could very well be that I was like in a different world watching that. But um, sure. But yeah, no, that that definitely makes makes sense. Like he would try to get the emotions out, you know. You know, but um, but he, but he is, was
1: also turning red, you know, and like he did seem genuinely distraught. I was just like, oh, did. I've noticed. Whenever I notice someone, like, trying to cry, that's what I'm accustomed... I'm uh-huh. accustomed to seeing someone blinking a lot. But yeah. I'm not trying to say that nigga was faking it. It seemed like he was really invested. It was just yeah. something I noticed.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, he does have the line that everybody loved, where he says just make sure that you pick someone or you choose somebody who picks you. Everybody swoons mm-hmm. over that line it's a good line it's a good line i'll give him that um but he it does, was good
1: all of his lines were pretty strong yeah
0: no he's a, as as we've learned um he is a sweet talker i think um <laughs> but he is definitely getting the bachelor edit for his goodbye like it's giving the dramatics mm. it's you giving, think so oh yeah it's definitely okay. giving like because this is the first i mean this is the first like real dramatic goodbye that we've gotten in a couple weeks I would say and so like normally it's just like bye and then they go um but we get like we see him kind of like taking in all of the emotions sitting on the sitting by the water sitting like the music is hopeful instead of like very sad like it's sad but it's so hopeful so he's definitely getting the bachelor edit I think for his goodbye um, and we haven't
1: had a single father as bachelor in a in a long time.
0: Yeah, I don't remember who the other one was. Was it Mesnick? Who? Mesnick was a single father, oh, right? Jason was, Me- yeah, Mesnick. Yeah, that was way before my time. I don't know if I know. Him. Oh. Um I started Heard. with Emily what's her name? Uh, Maynard. Season um, 8. Was that season 8?
1: I think a so. I think that's one of the seasons they have on um, yeah, I think that's one of the seasons they have available on Hulu. Oh, okay. Unless they've had multiple Emilies,
0: there there's a great possibility, a large possibility that there's been more than one Emily. Um, but That's a white ass name, so it, it, is, it will work. It is. She so she was a single was and still is a single mother, but I yeah, I don't I don't think that since I've been watching, I don't think there's been any single parents as the leads. As the the lead, okay, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, probably like in the past ten plus years, because Emily's season was, and once again,
1: a while ago. yeah, and once again, like our predictions came true about them trying to reprieve themselves for the way they did, uh, you know, a black, um, father wrong in Matt James' season yeah. and really fucked the bag with mm-hmm. the way they represented Matt's experience with that one. Like yeah. we said, they had to reprieve themselves Mm -hmm. they tried to do it with a you know with zaddy michael but he's white so that don't count so now they're just like we can we can really bring it home if we choose a negro to tell the story exactly you know so i i we said that that's what they was going to do and that's exactly what happened if i'm being honest
0: yeah no that's 1000 percent what happened um yeah, we said goodbye to Nate. So, see ya. Yeah. I don't know when we see you on Paradise, the next Bachelor. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm
1: looking forward to his first interview. Like, I'm I'm assuming yeah. they're trying to hold off until, like, men tell all to talk to Nate. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to seeing what the first public conversation he gets to have yeah. is going to look like. Um
0: It'll yeah, probably be one be of them be... Bachelor podcasts. <laughs> I know. So where he'll I was, was wondering if it was going to be this stuff. week. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So
1: I'm we'll looking forward to the day. We will be what on the What questions are going to be asked. Um... um but, yeah, he's he's outy 5,000. Yeah. And Gabby's actually, like, as she leaves, she's actually quite confused. She's like, I can't think clearly. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I made the right choice, if I yeah. did this too soon, if it was a mistake. Um, yeah. And him taking it so well made me feel like I wasn't supposed to make this decision at all. Like, now I want him even more. Right. And
0: even still, that's the last we'll see of Nate for mm-hmm. now. For now. So... And she kind of goes, I mean, I don't think it's the same day, but she goes and like tells her guys, uh, which
1: I was wondering that too. It doesn't seem like it's the same.
0: I don't, it doesn't seem like it's the same day, but I'm also kind of like, why did she tell them? I mean, like, I obviously like she broke up with Nate, but like. I, I, don't, I was confused why she told that, like, why she had to go tell them, I'm really upset. Mm. Like, why couldn't you just go be upset in your room? Um, like, I mean, That's I'm fair. sure it was probably producers wanted- being like, oh, go, like, tell the guys how yeah. distraught you are about having to let go of Nate. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I was just a little bit thrown by that. Um, I wasn't, like, mad about it, but I was just like, why, why do they like, cause what are they going to do? Like why? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like your grieving process when it comes to relationships, like they're like, cause to them they're like, Oh yeah, sucks, man. That sucks. Like Nate was a great guy, but they're like, really like, okay, but like I'm here for you. So, like, I don't really care that like that. So like just sure. that, that part of your grieving process of like when you let go of a guy that like you don't, that you had feelings for and you're upset about it. Like, don't tell me. Cause I'm still trying to fight for your yeah. love, so like, uh, go cry about that That's fair. in your room, and then like, and then we'll be good, like, you know. But I don't really need to know. I do think that.
1: Yeah, I I do think they handled it pretty well though, because I'm, I'm thinking the yeah. same, like along the same lines of you is like, of course, they're actually silently fucking stoked,
0: right? Right. That like that oh, name Nate was gone, even though there, like, okay, I got a chance, like.
1: <laughs> Which is true, yeah. yeah. Like they, they knew how deep their connection was, so it's probably a huge relief. Um, if anything, even though this did feel like a strangely contrived situation, I was like, does Gabby want support from them? I know I yeah. saw the meme where it was like, you know, me going to complain to my five boyfriends uh, that I had to break up with one of our boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> like like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like I saw that discussion, but I was like, you know, maybe she just wanted to be in conversation with them. Maybe she wanted to be around them, see who could be there for her, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It didn't feel like it was supposed to be a test,
0: but no, it yeah. did,
1: like in my brain, I was like, oh, how would the guys handle this, you know? Uh-huh. And it seemed like all we got from that moment was a very brief, like, you know, we're here for you from mm-hmm. Johnny. And it. I I personally was paying attention to Jason. I could see his body language adjusting a lot, Where it seemed like I couldn't tell if he was uncomfortable or it actually felt to me that he really wanted to go and be there for her. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. where he just wanted to pull her aside and like, let me take you to the other room so that we can talk. And like, you know, you can really process through your feelings out loud. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if there's missing information from the conversation or what, but him being the first person to get up and be like, yo, can I give you a hug? I was just like, "Ugh." Even if this moment is a contrived waste of time, courtesy mm-hmm. of the producers, it is worth that. It's worth it for me for that moment with Jason. Cause it seemed like he was really impacted by seeing her be so hurt, yeah. you know? Yeah. And trying to like step in and make room for her to unpack whatever she was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I didn't, I didn't really get it. Yeah, uh, it, it, was, was a, it, hap- it was, it happened. It was such a, a blip of time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, So should we get into her group date? Yes, we
1: should. Shall we get into this Hound's Tooth-Ass cover-up from 2009 they have her in before she goes on the group date? Did Uh, you miss that? I don't remember. Damn, bro. I was like, I swear to God, when I was into High School Musical 2, I definitely had a scarf like that. Oh, I can't Most Definitely i'm sad it was a look it was a choice and shout out carrie fettman for <laughs> that's funny. um for it
0: how do you feel about this group date? well i liked how it started because gabby was giving her normal goofy self and she was she said come on give mama a hug <laughs> <And> i was <laughs> like I- Because you know that, like, she is fully herself with all of them. It wasn't like, oh, I can't be weird because, like, I'm just weird with Johnny. Like, I can't like be my weird, goofy self with all of them. Like, they no, they all know. They're like, what did you just say? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, I Um, loved that. That shit was funny as hell. It was really funny to me. Um, I'm sorry, I'm probably yelling. This is probably loud. Um, But yeah, I. Oh, this is where I figured out the episode title um and that it <laughs> and that it would be um let's talk about sex baby
1: oh that's good the that's good um, yeah. because yeah, yeah. because i'm is so simple and plain i was gonna be like baby back baby back <laughs> like that oh <laughs> i was thinking <laughs> i want you. my baby back baby. let's back, talk baby about back. sex
0: baby back how about that we'll combine them.
1: that I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Now y'all are seeing our creative <laughs> process, which is not
1: that creative. It's um. pretty rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah, fine. the second they went inside of that like brick-ass building, I yeah. was, and the lights were off, and the only mm-hmm. lights in the room were red, and you see old girl in sil- silhouette. I was like, bitch, are we in Cabaret the Musical? Like All I right, could hear yeah. was... What's that song? Don't tell Mama uh, in Mm -hmm. Cabaret, the musical. That's all I could hear in my head. But specifically, I could only hear the version that we did in our. um, It was, yeah, our gender bending iteration of it in college, where we had those in male presenting bodies or non binary bodies perform "Don't Tell Mama." Mm -hmm. So I hear like this really deep gruff uh dude named chandler who is actually a rapper now saying mama like that's all i hear when i see them walk into the room johnny immediately was like i don't know if i'm aroused or if i'm scared and i was like yo his energy is top fucking tier i know people don't really care about johnny but
0: i enjoy him I like Johnny, and I feel like he's the one that I'm like, oh my god, you're 25, and like it, it makes sense, I guess, in the sense that like he is the one who like is not in therapy and probably needs to go to therapy, not in a bad way, but Absolutely. it's just like at 25, I was not in therapy, child, no, I, I was not in therapy, oh, no, so I, w-
1: I was, but I was, I was going through some things at 25, yeah, so. <laughs> no, I
0: probably should have been, but I i definitely was not um so i'm like i get it like but his yeah his energy mm-hmm. is i do i do really like his energy and i hope that we get to see more of him i mean i'm sure that i'll he's have going to tell you soon, this but like i hope that we get to see yeah. more of him in like some. i'll
1: have to place. tell you this off off podcast but off we are record. going to be a yeah off the record I'm gonna have to tell you something about our boy Johnny that really is gonna hurt our souls and shout out to our homies at the cookout y'all just gonna have to wait for your hearts to be broken in a couple weeks okay
0: I'm just saying yeah oh yeah found out I, some tea oh no found out some tea okay yeah tell me tell me OTR yeah. uh I will so so yeah so they start for this date and it's basically another you know Another sexualizing these men's is and they all take mm-hmm. off their shirts and lay down and they get front up and feather I will dusters say it did.
1: This seemed like the bitch. Is that a spider on my couch? Hello. I just got here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Why is there a spider on my couch? Now I have to throw it away. <laughs> No, you don't have to throw it away. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Let me relax. I'm so sorry, y'all. This episode is giving chaos. But for this date, for me, it did seem, one, at the very least, that it started off pretty tame. And I appreciated that. Uh Shout out to Uh Susie. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But it seemed like this was the safest they'd been. With explaining to mm-hmm. them, like, this is what we're doing. This is what happens. This is the point of this day. We're trying to open up your, mm-hmm. your like, interest in communicating with one another while also opening up mm-hmm. your sexual fantasies and all of that kind of shit. Yeah. It seemed like, at the very least, thank God they started off with a safe word. Shout out Albuquerque from Spencer. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That they, in some way, shape, or form, consented to participate in this. yeah. which I will accept it didn't seem like it was one of those forced nudity group dates you know what I mean or the forced violence group dates where no one Mm -hmm. really has a willingness to do it they're just like I have to do this or I'm gonna get in trouble or get kicked off right Um, all of the guys here at least seemed in some way shape or form to consent to participating in the process and if they didn't Mm -hmm. they would be like I'm not answering that question shout out Jason right
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know. Exactly. Which I so exactly. that I will say I appreciate it about this date. Yeah, no that's a good point. They suck. Yeah. They do suck. But no that it that is a very very good point. Um I feel like I don't have too much else about about this group date. Um we get a little sure. bit into Johnny's body count which I don't need to know so I was like can we just stop with this um and then I didn't mind it I thought it was so funny especially Gabby was like oh, I mean yeah I definitely even, thought you know, it was I'm funny but I was Palm like,
1: Beach Florida
0: <laughs> right but I'm like he not about to announce yeah. that on national television like then every other person my, my that nigga you meet, said pumpkin <laughs> he called right yeah like every other person that you need oh, to a go, fair you know, point mm-mm. Um so and then Spencer did a weird lunge moment that wasn't that was also a choice um but mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we do find out
1: that Eric, he was like, "I'm pretty sexually open," you know. I'm. Mm -hmm. He was like, "My saying is, I'll try anything twice." Yeah, Um, which I thought was, was, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty funny. And I think what intrigued me the most about this date was like the guy's willingness to like try shit and also kind of laugh at themselves through the process because obviously they're laughing in their discomfort, but also the Uh date was kind of you know ludicrous in a way, but they still gave it their best shot um,
0: they did i will say yeah.
1: there's apparently there's a coalition of of women who have had dating experiences with logan that are not so great that have started their mm. own private facebook group and oh, so not a facebook when group. i saw him like when i saw him use the word asbestos i was like dang i wonder if any of those girls ever got to use that that safe word you know because right. It seems like there are a lot of people who have had negative dating experiences Oof. with date, um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure th- that safe word would have been real helpful
0: for them. It would have at been, some point yeah. in time. Yeah. Um, You're right. I have heard of one I, person through a friend of a friend who who had a mm. bad dating experience with Logan. Um, but yeah, he was the one who was Damn. like, I was hoping this would be the like deep get to know you date, like boy. You just got here. No. Nobody's getting to know you, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not happening. You know? Um, um, was there even a group date, Rose? Yes. Yeah. Here?
1: No. So this actually moves us pretty forward. You know, at the end of this date, which it seems like it goes very well, you know, there are whips, uh-huh. there are collars, there are niggas yeah. like, hit me harder. And I'm just like, y'all are right. fucking weird. And I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Um, right. And Love I know it. that Gabby is too. But as we get like away from the day portion of the group date, the guys are mm-hmm. prepped you know, looking fine, ready for the night portion of the group date. Jesse oh, and Palmer this is when goes, it happens.
0: Yes. And You're yes.
1: Right. And instead of it's the it's the wrong kind of knock, you know. Gabby was just talking about how that, that day portion of the group date was about knocking boots, fucking mm-hmm. hanky panky, all of the right. other things they bleeped out.
0: She instead gets a knock knock on her door from Jesse Palmer and that is not who she wants to see. Okay. No, that is not who she wants. She said Jesse said, I'm sorry to pop up unannounced and may get Gabby's iconic, yeah. <laughs> you were so good at that, it hurts my feelings. I I really do enjoy impersonating Gabby's voice. Um, it is it is, is one of the so joys funny. of this. Do it one more time. One more time. Okay, so one you, more time. You say Jesse's line, I'm sorry to pop up unannounced.
1: I'm sorry to pop up on an out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's do you mind if I come so, in? That is so funny. It's just so funny. So yeah. So then Jesse go up in there. talking about we have a situation. Okay. Yes. We not speaking in code. What's the situation? What is the situation? Yeah, just Let
1: a- me know. Get to it, my nigga. So he says Logan tested positive for COVID nineteen. We're gonna have to cancel the group date for tonight. Which mm-hmm. mm, here's my thing: Did they have to cancel the group date? No. Why not? Why not just do it on Zoom? Or right. Some that's shit? what everybody's saying. We was on,
0: we was working on Zoom for. I'm still working on Zoom um, for like a whole. Two I know years. that y'all
1: still have meetings on Zoom in production for this show. Hello. Right?
0: Like y'all gonna have no little Zoom cocktail party icebreakers, get to know do new a little activities. breakout room moment with
1: the yes. guys. Yeah, like, the guys are like, "Can
0: I pull you for a second into my breakout room?" <laughs> right. That's giving reality. This is reality TV. Let's give it to us. But no, reality said, TV in the era of COVID. Exactly. When y'all already we out just here saw traveling it happen on World. Love
1: Island. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Love Island UK. Somebody's um somebody's cousin got COVID. And so for the final where they're like meeting each other's families, they just had um, this dude, Dami's uh, sister and cousin come on Zoom. Oh. And that's how they did the like meet the Dami and India meet Dami's family. Like it just, it was, there was an easy solution to this, which is one of the only reasons I'm willing to call into question whether or not it was truly COVID that brought him out. Um, particularly, you know, there there are a lot of conversations around whether or not it's legal for Jesse Palmer to have told Gabby that Logan tested positive for COVID, why mm-hmm. they were so shady about like top ta- telling the guys like there has been a situation mm-hmm. with Logan yeah. and mm-hmm. he will not be joining us and Spencer like yeah. you know, he says, Can we ask if he's okay? Uh-huh. And he's like, Yeah, he he's gonna be fine. Um, the, the way they presented this aspect of the storyline, one yeah. I think contributes to the editor, whoever the editor of this season is, it's either you're gonna have to go back to editing school mm-hmm. or you are gonna have to mm-hmm. get you a new job because it's mm-hmm. so bad.
0: It's this not season. yeah, it's like your storytelling is off, my guy. Like what what are you yes. thought that this sequence of events because truly like later on i was like oh so they just didn't show logan lee like it was just like that that announcement that was it like we didn't get logan's goodbye we didn't get a zoom goodbye between gabby mm -hmm. and logan we didn't get it was just he gone he gone yeah moving on logan
1: like it's not even disclosed to gabby in that conversation that logan will it has been removed from the show entirely exactly exactly which is what i Felt like contributed to making this more suspicious. Now, Right. I also know a lot of people were like, well, and pro- probably partially to me because I was like, oh, what happened to that scene where um, he says, Jessie, like, I feel so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesse's mm-hmm. like, you know what you have to do now. You got to pack your bags. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, you know, she was in tears, bro. So I went back, you know, a bitch is nosy. And I was like, uh-huh. OK, let me figure out where the fuck this is where are the tapes yeah. release the tapes yeah this is what i realized that i think is actually from him breaking things off with rachel and going to talk to gabby because mm. if you look the shirt that logan is wearing when he's yeah. talking to jesse palmer is the shirt that he's wearing when he talks to gabby say, uh, mm. to like share his feelings yeah and remember that portion where they're like um he's like, oh, now I'm in limbo and I have to, you know, I don't know if Gabby's going to let me come onto her side or what. And they have him move out of his room. Yeah. Into, like, a different part of the ship. That's why Jesse is saying, you um, you got to pack your get. Yeah, that is from a whole different fucking
0: episode. They they got us with the the bait and shit. They got us with the bait and switch, y'all. They did. They got us. But you know, Detective Michaela had to go look. No, that's good. I didn't even think to go look or... I didn't care enough is the real answer, Um, but I appreciate that you did go look because now, yeah, that does make sense. It was like a white sweater type thing that he was wearing, and blah blah blah, and then yeah, so no, that it was it was black, bro. Okay, it was black. So you see, (laughs) I'm paying attention. Um, (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, it was a black sweater, like I had said, Um, and no, that. What do you think about like?
1: the idea of none of the other guys contracting COVID. Cause I think that's actually quite like I've had that happen on productions. I've worked on where someone yeah. who I literally touched mm-hmm. was offset the next day because they had contracted COVID, but yeah. I did not. I, I continue yeah. testing negative.
0: Yeah, no, that, that happens a lot. All I think especially with productions and film sets and TV sets and theater sets and all that. I got kicked off (laughs) and I got kicked off. Did you really? um, Yeah, I was doing like 2020 when like no one was doing anything. Nothing was happening. But TV and film was starting to come back. I was like, you know what? Let me go do some background work because I had never done it before. And I was like, I mean, Mm -hmm. I have no no job. I have nothing to do. So I might as well go sit on a set for, you know, eight hours a day and make a little coin. And so I did that um, for The Big Leap, which is a show on Fox. Um, Oh, yeah. And yeah, I went and I was just doing my little thing. I think it was like the second or third day that I was supposed to go back and they called me and they were like, you can't come back to work. (laughs) They were like, somebody got COVID and you was wearing the, the yellow shirt yeah, you can't, you can't, you was too close to them, you can't come back, (laughs) and I was like, oh,
1: that's hilarious, and you know they continued filming,
0: you know they did not stop production, they, they kept filming, they just said, I never, I didn't get COVID, like, I was fine, um, but yeah, they, that happens all the time, also, like, they're Mm probably, these people on this show, they're probably testing at least every other day, at least. Um, yeah. So like,
1: I was thinking if, cause I've worked on what, like two Warner media specific productions where we were mm-hmm. testing three times a week. Right. Yeah. It would be, uh, two PCRs and a rapid, and then the other production mm-hmm. I, I worked on, it was two rapids a week and a PCR. You know for a fucking fact that they're taking these rapid tests together in the same place. You're getting your PCR yeah. nasal swab in the same fucking room with everybody else. So if your rapid comes back positive, I yeah. guarantee you everybody, including the dudes, already fucking know. Oh, they just yeah. have to play like they don't yeah. so that they can play dumb for the cameras. Exactly. So that they can like... Film what happened and then be like, oh, okay, that was crazy. That yeah. was weird. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I was thinking what was, go- was going on. Also, SAG-AFTRA in February or March, maybe even January, but I know it was at the end of the winter season, lifted a ton of their COVID policies and restrictions on film and television productions so that people mm-hmm. could continue working because the CDC started adjusting their guidelines for, yeah. like, you know oh you don't have to quarantine for 10 days you only have to quarantine for 5 right um which is another reason why i was like mm, does logan have covid or what because quarantine had already been reduced down to 5 days
0: yeah quarantine had already already been reduced down but i also feel like if he did have covid like they're they weren't willing to wait five days like you know like yeah, they're like we gotta keep all. filming like so i'm sorry we gotta like, keep it you, going like you might not even have any symptoms but like you have to go because like we gotta keep and filming. we're in europe yeah europe over here where they be acting crackhead. uh-uh you gotta go yeah they were like um, you gotta go so i i do believe that he that he did have covid um in that oh not a bug in yeah here. um i do believe that he did have covid and that they handled it absolutely terribly and like the way that they it's just like very I feel like we see that all the time especially as actors where we're like can you just tell me what's going on like why are we yeah. trying to be secretive and hiding things from this? like if this affects me I need to know like yeah. and like so yeah I but I also agree that they were probably playing dumb for the cameras um
1: there are so many things that it could have been and so like it's just I hope people, like, I hope us sharing, I guess, our own experiences with what COVID looks like on a production set, especially working with major networks, is, like, the policies vary per production. Uh, Mm -hmm. SAG-AFTRA had changed their guidelines and their rules, and they don't handle it well more often than not because they've never had to handle this shit before. Right. And at the end of the day, their their byline (laughs) is, like, we have to get our production done and we have to get <laughs> like it done by any means necessary so if right. that nigga got to go home he got to go home they and said if the it show was must go on. also it do um, they said and the if it was also on, mental so. health he has every right to leave for his mental health and mm-hmm. you know for his well-being so regardless we hope he's well we know that he posted about his mental health being in a terrible place while he was filming so if that contributed to him going home i hope he got the resources he needed, he got the help he needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the structure the way they structured telling this story was it just it was, was trash.
0: It was weird. Like it y'all don't just have weird. to do that. It was like too much for what? Like just say he got COVID. Bye, Logan, we're so sorry. It would have been wasted cute. all it of our been time cute to like see all the guys like waving to him from the boat as he leaves. Like y'all missed that opportunity. Yes. Like I don't know, it was weird, and y'all could have done better.
1: We lost Mario for nothing, <laughs> right?
0: We lost Corona Mario for Lachey came
1: out anything. there and was like, "Sit your ass down." Yeah.
0: So oh, we hope goodness. he's well, but um, yikidy yikes, yeah, boy. That's a uh, that's that. I mean, for Gabby's. Of course, there's no. um, Yeah, there's no cocktail party. But did you want to talk about the rose? Cocktail rose. The rose ceremony. Who who she let go?
1: Oh, I figured we just talk about her and Rachel at the same time when we get to the rose ceremony.
0: Okay, that's fine. Um, that is fine too. So yeah, so Rachel's date, um, it's it's Zach, like we mentioned earlier, and it's just like you said that with such a like. I don't care about this. I just, like, I don't know. I mean, it could be the editing that has, like, made me not care for her as much. Um, I, oh, still, no. I still, yeah. like, like her, but I just, like, feel like I'm not as entertained when I'm watching her dates as opposed to when I'm watching some of the other ones. Um, and by the other mm-hmm. ones, I mean Gabby's dates. Um, and also, I think, because, like, because we've seen them together before that I'm like, this is nothing new. We already know that y'all have sure. chemistry. Um, and she really, she really likes Zach. the way she'd be looking at him and the way she'd be she talking do. to him and stuff. Like she really liked this man. So I love that for y'all. Um, I mean, they get to go in that beautiful field of flowers and like, that's,
1: did you know that those were only in bloom for
0: two weeks a yeah, year? That's, that's crazy. That's really crazy. But it kind of reminds me, me thinking, of like...
1: I was like, oh, damn, when they filmed Spider-Man No Way Home and they had like the ship land in that field, I was like, no way they actually did that in the real field. No fucking way. No,
0: no, 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 no. You
1: fuck up all those flowers
0: and they're only in bloom for two weeks out of the no. year? Bullshit. Yeah, no, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, I feel like you might have more notes about their, their date, but I just kind of wrote like Zach is, well, (laughs) well, I did say this was the date that I thought Gabby, Rachel, Gabby and Nate were supposed to go on. Um, Mm. but I, then we get the, the person, person, the object that works over time, the hot tub. Um, Oh. You missed so much. What the heck? (laughs) Well,
1: because... You you skipped the cheese, the nettle cheese. What was it called? Nettle cheese. All of those random stands that they clearly had set up for this date. The nettle cheese, the wooden clogs, the child labor kids with the lemonade. Why your face looks
0: so disgusted? No. Because I really can't recall. Like I really have (laughs) no recollection of that. When you started talking about the cheese, I was like, oh, the group date.
1: No, that was the group date. No, they had this cheese that I couldn't, I cannot pronounce the actual way they pronounce it. But um, it's called nettle cheese that they tried. And then they went over to the clog stand and all of that. I think watching them interact in my brain, I see Zach and I'm like, that nigga is spousal material. Like, yeah, he should be very much in love someone's Mm -hmm. spouse that person is going to love them well um -hmm. even if like not for me he seems like he's just such a beautiful soul beautiful human being but for me watching rachel interact with him i don't know
0: if i think rachel's ready for a man like zach i don't know she could very well not be like i think that i could see that i see that he is very much in love and i think that she really likes him but it's very much giving the like we see it every season and like I'm guilty of it myself sometimes where it's like, we just are always going to kind of make the wrong choice. <laughs> like we're just like, we yeah, see this like, like perfect man who you who's choose. like all in for us, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, but also like there's this guy and I, I know want he the has guy. all these issues, mm-hmm. but like, I just mm-hmm. like, I'm really drawn to him. Like we do that shit all the time. And like that, is what we're seeing with, um, with what's his name? With Zach Tino's and-
1: arc. Yeah. Oh,
0: no, Zach.
1: Oh yes. I'm, my bad. I'm saying <laughs> like, that's well, what
0: we're having. But no, Tino <laughs> is the guy. We're seeing this happen yeah. too, Zach. Tino is because the guy. Yes. That's what because, I was trying yeah, to say. Exactly. 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 Um, exactly. um you get it i thought um, what
1: was a good job i thought it was really yeah. funny watching like the kids give them the lemonade they you know were also sp- they were speaking in dutch mm-hmm. and zach looks to the kids and says what's cheers um in english or what's cheers in dutch mm-hmm. and these kids respond back they're like i, I think they say proust or uh Prust mm-hmm. or something like that uh-huh. i was like oh, First of all, not these kids knowing English well enough that they can translate for niggas. Hello? Yeah.
0: We're dumb over here. Come on. We're We're so stupid. We are dumb over
1: here. Um, We get the Hannah Brown windmill moment. Obviously, they have to kiss in front of it because that's the Bachelorette brand now. And Mm -hmm. then the hot tub makes its triumphant return. And shout out to whatever... The intern that set up that like the PA that set mm-hmm. up that that area, good fucking job. It looked right. cute. It looked cute. It I liked it. Cute. It did look cute. I despised
0: Rachel's swimsuit. That was the worst thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen. I I believe you, but once again, as we've learned, my eyes were <laughs> blinded watching this episode, and I didn't see half of the things that happened. Um sure. But yeah, Zach is just he's so enamored. Um, mm-hmm. with Rachel and he kind of starts, well,
1: he, yeah, he starts alluding to like his feelings for her. Yeah. And
0: but I, I was going to go he's and he's t- ready for her to meet his parents. Right. Um, it, I can't, once again, I can't remember. Um, do they have an evening portion? Like, do they put on real clothes and then sit down at a table?
1: <laughs> yes. They okay. Do. Okay. So I'm skipping so, ahead to that part because that's where you. the
0: bread and butter is. No pun intended, sure. but also probably there was bread and butter. Um, but yeah, so uh, Zach kind of goes into talking about his past and all of this and how mm. he was, I think he said, 85 pounds heavier, and he really struggled to love himself and to find his self-worth. Um, right. And so we get that conversation of like, once and I don't I don't think that Zach is fat phobic. Um, but I think mm-hmm. that the way that it was like framed made it seem like a the producer, the ABC, whoever owned like wants us to believe that like you can only love yourself if you are a certain body type. And right, Zach there were obviously a bunch of issues um that he was dealing with and one of them happened to be that he was he felt overweight and he felt like he should be looking a different way and all of this and we also learned that rachel is in fact in therapy uh (laughs) we kind of dragged her a little Mm. bit in the past about we was like gabby definitely in therapy rachel she needs to get in there but um go ahead
1: i was about to say this is my thought on Mm -hmm. on that Um, honestly both of those things right is i don't think zach intended on you know being fat phobic in his language and i Mm -hmm. do think that abc this is the problem abc or the bachelor franchise warner media whoever we want to like put in charge i will say Mm -hmm. the producers because they have the most immediate hand on the um the conversations that are had on this show handling conversations surrounding fatness are really hard to have without fat people who are in their, their positions of leadership to help tell the story. Exactly. So Zach could right. very well be discussing his experience with um, weight and shame um, and wanting to find uh, a way to love himself and, that mm-hmm. just so happened to be attached to the way he saw himself physically and looking for love in the yeah. w- wrong places. Now, when it comes to executing how this story is revealed to its audience, if we do not have people who take up space in fat bodies, a part of the conversation, a part of the table, um, a part of leadership positions to help figure out how we're going to tell that story, then it's not going to be handled safely. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is why I think like the work of roses for everybody is so important because Mm -hmm. we cannot, we cannot dare to put fat bodies in those spaces. If we can't even allow Zach to have a conversation about his, um, his history of weight and trouble, um, and his struggles with image, um, If we can't handle that responsibly on the show, how can Mm -hmm. we expect to safely uh, put fat people on this show and their stories be handled with care and nuance and layers and understanding like how society looks at this? It continues to perpetuate the notion that in order to be loved, you have to be skinny. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that's Zach's fault. I don't think that's what he was trying to say. But I think that's something that ABC continues to reinforce yeah. when the bachelor franchise does tell these stories. Yeah. Um, and when Rachel responded talking about like, Oh, I'm so happy to hear that you're, you know, you're in therapy and stuff. And she was like, you know, I think therapy was really helpful and transformative for me when I left Clayton season. Mm-hmm. This is what I was thinking. There was not that much time oh, no. between her leaving Clayton season and starting to film for this one, right. bitch. No, you're so, right. I'm not saying that Rachel is not in therapy. I'm just saying I don't, I'm still not buying, <clears throat> particularly based off of what she said, because mm-hmm. she said therapy was important for her starting after Clayton's season, not fucking before. Right. Um, but it really revolutionized the way she like looked at her life, how she outlined it, figuring out how to get to the bottom and the root causes of issues. It sounded like to me, she is new to therapy and she's very interested in yeah. continuing it. But I don't think she's been in therapy for longer than maybe like, Three, four weeks.
0: Yeah, no, no, I would agree. I would agree. Me just saying, like, she's in therapy, as in, like, no, she has started, she has started the journey. Like, she we, has like, started the journey. Like, yeah. We, we were like, Gabby's been in it and she's been doing the work and all that. Rachel has at least, she's started. Like, she's, she's, and once again, she like has I said, a therapist. She's, she's what, like 25, 26. So like, yeah, like that, It it yeah. makes sense. I think, once again, mental health was, is like more, way more. Talked about way more now. So I think that even like at 21, 22, like seven, eight, nine years ago, like people in their early 20s weren't really in therapy as much as they are today. Yes. Because um,
1: I think I realized when I was that age was that I was an anomaly because mm-hmm. I was in therapy specifically because of The mental health issues that I have yeah but then I would turn and look and I have friends who are like girl I don't need no therapy and it's like wait a minute bitch you are eight years my senior and I think you might be wrong
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um
1: but that stigma and shame Mm -hmm. I think culturally is still very much existent Mm -hmm. so to hear her in any way shape or form to hear both of them talk about the importance of therapy and how it has changed their lives I think is Still awe inspiring and like definitely a step forward compared to historically yeah. how those conversations have been um, handled. I just don't know that the Bachelorette fa- franchise or the Bachelor franchise has resourced themselves enough where like these stories are handled with care at mm-hmm. all. Yeah,
0: no, I would, I would agree with that. Um, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was that was quite a lot. But yes, roses for everybody is definitely <clears throat> not me not being able to talk is definitely um something if y'all don't know what that is, definitely go look them up. Go follow them on Instagram because And sign their petition sign immediately. Their petition immediately, immediately. Um but yeah, it's I do Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, of course Zach gets the rose. There's no surprises yes. there um and then we get to gabby's group or rachel's group day but what were you gonna say
1: oh um i was just going to bring up uh i know we talk about it almost every season there is always going to be an episode where somebody's wearing red white and fucking blue and as Mm. they were going into this day i was like one zach has been instructed to put on this blue fucking suit um Mm. shout out carrie fettman but can we talk about the Republican? We were just talking about how Rachel mm. is going to be the wife of a Republican senator somewhere. Yeah. The Republican senator and his wife vibes on their way to a campaign gala at a yeah. museum surrounded by renaissance art depicting colonialism and imperial- imperialism really had me uncomfortable. I felt like yeah. I was in the fucking Twilight Zone yeah. watching them, like colonial ass ships mm-hmm. and the the art of the like old white people in the background and yeah. she's in this big fucking red puffer sleeved dress yeah. and he's in this blue suit I was like the only uh actually my homie Brenna was like the only uh-huh. thing that's missing <laughs> from this date is mm-hmm. instead of a rose being pinned to his jacket it should be an American flag pin yeah
0: yeah no go that like i mean going back to earlier when we when i when we transitioned to rachel and i kind of like sighed i think that that that's really it like it's just like it's hard for me to watch because it's like i just don't i just can't relate <laughs> like i just can't it's a, like the whiteness yeah. is whiting and unfortunately <laughs> can't relate um it's mayonnaise with no olive oil yeah and don't care and don't care to relate. and that's not an excuse that that cannot go the other way that's not an excuse Mm -hmm. for white people to be like oh i see black people on screen can't relate like because there's a lot for you to learn in those situations whereas we have been drowning in whiteness Um, for most of our for this entire for our entire existence as americans so we do get to choose whether or not we want to consume or like be um, partakers in those types of media and those things like but it can't go the other way around like y'all gotta well it reminds
1: us of like our desires for new narratives to be told Mm -hmm. I think that was why we were so excited and also suspicious of Matt James' season right it's Uh like we just want to see something different because what we're accustomed to seeing are white centric narratives and how do we break form how do we dismantle what we consider the norm in the infrastructure of the media and the entertainment that we consume and mm-hmm. start telling different stories when there aren't like people aren't resourcing themselves to even have the means to tell a different story. So when we see somebody like Rachel and Zach on a date, it's like, ooh, actually girl, I'm a little un uncomfortable. And why is that? Because it is so white, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's too white for words. And then y'all it got is. all of these art pictures in the background of the old white shit. No, no, yeah, it's not yeah, for I me. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, but I do think, you know, Zach really is falling in love with her. He oh, tells yeah, her on the date 1000%, that he's yeah. falling in love. And Rachel does not say it back. She but you can it. tell that words of affirmation are her fucking love language because mm-hmm. she's over the moon that he yeah. told her.
0: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. That's so. all she's been wanting this whole time. Like, she just <laughs> wants to be loved. Just tell she me you love me. Loved. She wants to have someone tell her that they lo- She just, like, wants to be loved. And Zach gave that to her. And yeah. she was all about it. And so we know Zach going to hometowns. And now we got to figure out which one of these, which other three men are about to go. So they come on their group day. And we know. And we already know. We already know. But, um. But the, the group date started out kind of weird for me with the like um, it, it was like too much uh, uh, like the testosterone was it was too much when they all see her and then decide that they're going to race. I was like, no, I would be like, please go back, do it again. And if y'all don't just walk up to me calmly or give like a nice little saunter, that's fine. But like the aggressively running because this ain't about me, this is about y'all beating each other. And this date is about me. So do it again. Start over. Um that's what I would have said. I didn't like that. I was like, stop Shit. running. Like it's like not like it's not a show. Like it is a show, but like it's not. So please stop. Um but yeah. I will
1: say every time Rachel introduces anything, I'm like, Bro, can you like take a deep breath before you start talking? She's like this is the town of Edom <laughs> and it is the cheese capital of the world. And yeah. today we're going to try cheese because I I love cheese. Right. so It feels like she has <laughs> but I just I it's like I'm watching someone who loves the Bachelorette. Impersonate mm-hmm. what they think it's supposed to be to yeah. be the Bachelorette. Yeah, it's like watching someone try and do what they think the Bachelorette's trying to do, and sound like what they think the Bachelorette's supposed to sound like. <laughs> and every time, I'm just like, baby, relax. Right. Don't you think all of these guys in front of you are so cute? You do not have to. S- I know it's scripted, but like, you could at least say it a little more believably, my nigga. Right.
0: Yeah, she's on un- She's not an actor. She's not. She's not an actor um, at all. She's not. But um, I'm laughing at my notes once again because after after I said all of, Rachel got, all of Rachel's guys running to her is not for me, lol, my next note says, anyways, they hold up cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they do. That's truly... But they do. Like, like trying that's the cheese day. and holding cheese yeah. up. That's exactly. The, that's just the a lot whole of cheese. day. I love Ethan's moment where he like damn this is this is like holding a baby right
0: like ethan our lactose intolerant king love you i'm right there mm-hmm. with you i would not be doing well on this date um but yeah then they. And su- i'm surprised they didn't have any lactaid
1: around All like right. they could have just had that right. on hand for the like guys 2022,
0: to you know half of us is lactose intolerant um everybody is lactose everybody intolerant is. at this point. Yeah. Everybody drinks oat milk. Yeah. Everyone yeah. drinks oat milk. Yeah. What I are say we doing? that, but I'm like, no, I do have a good, like, two of my close friends who still are like whole milk. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> um, oh yeah. No. no my yeah, friend yeah. um
1: my friend Erlene mm-hmm. drinks whole milk and like drinks that shit by the glass on a daily basis. Yeah. And I'm like, bro. I used to love milk, and I guarantee you I would get so sick if I did yeah. that
0: now. No, I never. I was, like, lactose intolerant since I was literally four years old. I have vivid memories of me throwing up underneath the kitchen table when I drank a glass of milk at four. <laughs> oh,
1: no. So it wasn't for me. Dang.
0: It wasn't for me. Um, Me and my Flintstone. But, Yeah. Uh, Your my Flintstone, Flintstone uh. vitamin, yeah, we had a rough time. Yeah, that day.
1: Not, but not the not the gummy one because no, we are older chalk. than the gummy one. The chalk the one, the chalk one. <laughs> yes, yeah, I love um, those. Yes, um, but I will say, shout out to Aven. He does this thing which I don't recall ever seeing in a group date before. But bros, like, can we actually? Do you want to go walk by the water? And I was like, yeah, <gasps> you. Yeah. F- Fucking genius. I know that the jury on. is still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You see>? Exactly. <laughs> um, I know this jury is still out because that nigga don't seem to ever be hanging out with black people on his Instagram. And mm-hmm. we got some yeah. questions. And I look, mm-hmm. I really look forward to seeing his parents. Like, I cannot yeah. wait. I really, really, really hope that we get to see both his biological mother and biological father. Because I'm trying to figure yeah. out what the break, what the breakup is. Like, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. Which one of them parents is is white? You know, I will be shocked if both of his parents are black. Um, Not to say that's going to disconnect him from his blackness in any way, shape or form. It would just explain a lot to us, just like it explained a lot to us about, you know, Matt being predominantly raised by his mother. Um, There's just something in, you know, the black like in various black communities where we can kind Mm -hmm. of tell
0: yeah Um, yeah
1: yeah all of that to say he pulls her aside and i thought it was a really sweet move he's talking about Mm -hmm. being excited for next week and she's like wait are you excited for next week and i'm like oh it seems like it's a done deal for them she's like yeah she you can tell that he has nothing to worry about it's like she all but confirms that she will be giving him a rose at some point Uh uh-huh um And so he does that, and then as he's bringing Rachel back from their cute little moment by the river, Tino's copycat ass right, It's like, on. can I steal her now, please? And he's like, you know, I'm pulling out all the stops. And it's like, actually, you're pulling out Avon's stops. Right.
0: Where's the originality? Relax. Where's
1: the originality? <laughs> um and, you know, Tino's like, you know, Rachel is very worth fighting for. And I'm going to give it my all. I got to figure out if this is my girl kind of en- energy. But all we see them do, we don't see them really have a conversation. We just kind of see them make out. Yeah. And I I think this is a pretty good image of what we were discussing about with Zach, where it's like Zach is clearly the person that is all in, ready to give his mm-hmm. all, have a real relationship with her. But she is dickmatized by those lips, yes, and she ain't even absolutely. seen his penis yet. You know, she's absolutely. just like, I like yes. this guy. You know, he gets jealous over me. Mm-hmm. He let me know when he was upset with me. Like, there's this turmoil here. There's so much fire, there's so much passion. That's the energy yeah. that I see. And you can tell the way she looks at Zach, she is obviously absolutely beaming. But she looks at Tino quite similarly to the way she looks at Avon. And we were just discussing how we're like, maybe Rachel's only interested in Avon for, you know, some not so good reason. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was something mm -hmm. that I observed.
0: Yeah, with Rachel and Tino, it's just like, they're very DTF. Let's go right now. Like, fantasy suites can't Mm -hmm. come sooner. Um mm-hmm. and it seems yeah, and I think very, they are falling for each other, clearly, yeah, they are they are, but yeah that uh that like sexual tension and chemistry for them is like wild, whereas with Zach that's not really there as far as we know, but like mentally and just like emotionally they're very much drawn to each other, um yes. but yeah, so anyways, they pick up some cheese, um and <laughs> <laughs> That should be the title of the episode. They pick up some cheese. Anyways, they pick up some cheese.
1: (laughs) Oh, Um, shit. I can't wait to see what the title of this episode ends up being because,
0: bruh. (laughs) There's been so much. Um, But, yeah, they decide to do a cheese holding contest. And just says Gabby's men had to get shirtless. Rachel's men now have to get shirtless. Tino's very Mm -hmm. much like all these dudes work out all the time. And I'll, I'll be doing it, but I'm going to try. Uh, and then Tino comes out and wins. <laughs> he does, And I think like, it truly,
1: purely was fucking ego. You yes, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, there was no way he was going to lose. And I think for Avon, he was like, as long as I'm not the first out, I'm good. Right. Bless Tyler's heart. He was I in, know. you could tell. I was like, why doesn't someone, it's clearly slipping off of his back. Yeah. Why don't they ad- just it for him honestly but until he cut- you said
0: Tyler's name I forgot he was on the state but yeah you're right damn you're right damn
1: but his hands got cut up his wrists got cut up I'm like yeah. nobody wants to help him right so you know Tyler oh. is out Avon is out close behind him and, look, I was looking at Ethan, and I was like, mm, I'm not trying to objectify you or nothing, but it's right. giving. I want to see this last. I could watch this all day, right. bro.
0: Okay, Ethan. Right. Ethan was shy. And, you know, everybody was rooting for Ethan. Ethan, we were all rooting for you. I um,
1: stood up as if yeah. I was watching a track and field match, and I was like, let's go, Ethan. Yes. As you um, Especially yes. – You know, we're getting bits and tastes of his personality where he's like, you know, so I'm lactose intolerant, but uh, Rachel loves cheese. So uh, I might just be feeling this a little later because I'm going to also love cheese for the sake of Rachel. And just seeing the way he engages and communicates with the guys, it was just nice to see his personality in real time Uh when we've only gotten blips of it. But, you know, uh, Tino, he said, um, what did Tino say? I think he was like, I will allow my arms to fall off before losing. Yeah, yeah. He was, and he starts doing that psychological mind trick, like you know, let me make you a deal. If you put it down, right. I'll put it down immediately after. You right, know, like all of this kind of stuff. And he gets he gets in our guy Ethan's head, and Tino takes it home for the win.
0: Tino takes it home. Yeah, he's <sighs> the cheese guy. Tino's the cheese guy. Um... <laughs>
1: But the real Cheese King, the real Cheese King is Ethan Kang, it's okay? Ethan. I don't care yeah. what nobody says.
0: Yes. You know? Absolutely. Excuse me. Whoop. Um, well, I'ma yeah. I'ma need you to um to to bring us home because that's where my notes end. It says That's your last it note. It said okay. Tino is being so dramatic. <laughs> and then it also and then I went back to them not showing us Logan leaving. Um so yeah, bring us bring us into the evening. Is yeah. an evening Let's
1: portion? Uh, there is. So you know, the group date ends. The day portion of the group date ends pretty, you know, kind of awkwardly. I've huh. I'm being honest. You know, Cheese King Tino is being surrounded by. Um, all of the people of Edom like dancing around in a circle with mm. like <laughs> Rachel and him in the center uh, but I did like the moments before where you know immediately after Rachel goes and consoles the guys Ethan yeah. shout out to, to you he like passes out in the grass It's uh-huh. like god damn yeah. Rachel comes over and is like oh are you okay and you yeah. see a couple moments where she wipes the sweat from his forehead while he's holding uh-huh. up the cheese like you see them interacting. and I'm like there's there's something here that we haven't right. seen there is yeah um, but a really fun moment with Ethan is he's like oh fuck I just saw an angel, and Rachel cackles. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, "Oh, wait, it's it's you." Yeah, and it's so cute. It she consoles so cute. Tyler yeah, with a bit injuries. because he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. But as the guys are watching Tino and Rachel kiss in the circle of all of the people of Edom, yeah, I noticed that they were wet.
0: Did they shout? Did they shower? I think, actually, you're right. I think that there was a, a wardrobe change, a quick change. Because Ethan's, like, wrapped something. in a towel. Yeah, there was... Ethan's wrapped in a towel around his waist. Yeah, the there was definitely that. something where they were like, okay, y'all smell like cheese, so, like, go take a shower. I would be like, thank you. The cheese you, must actually. have been fucking strong, bro. Oh, and I yeah. guess they were sweating. They
1: were standing in the sun, They were so.
0: sweating in the sun, and that was... Them cheese, was, they were was some big cheese um yeah but we get to the night portion of the
1: day you know um Rachel is wearing a one shoulder version of that puffy ass you know dress and I think I can get into this one
0: okay okay
1: I think I can um Avon once again proactive as hell he pulls Uh her first and he says, you know, any time I get with you is obviously so valuable to me. But you know, something that I learned through this group date today is I realized I'm definitely ready for the next step.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Rachel asks, you know, have you ever brought someone home? She asks
0: this to like all of the dudes, which I feel yeah. like fair question. To I was ask, I but. was waiting for her to say, ask the question. I'm like I'm sitting there, ask the question. Have you ever brought a white yeah. girl home? <laughs> Like that's the question oh, that you try to ask. that's the
1: real question.
0: But I that's feel like the- Avin definitely has oh, brought a white he girl. He definitely home. has. The real question is: Have you ever brought a black girl home? That's my question. That's the uh, real. <laughs> that's that's my, my question, Avin. That's
1: my question. Yeah. You know, and if you have, was she also mixed? <laughs> right.
0: That exactly.
1: Um, and so you know, he gets into this conversation about the the last two girls that he's dated and brought home. His daddy did not like oh, the first yeah. girl, Mm-mm. didn't think it was a good fit for him, which I'm like, ooh, I wonder if his daddy is black. mm mm-hmm. And didn't trust that white girl. Like, yeah. I wonder if it was, mm-hmm. you know, that that was what my brain went to immediately. I'm yeah. not trying to presume to know nothing, but he ain't like, it was clear his dad really did not get on with, mm-hmm. um, his initial girlfriend. And then his mom did not like the last one so much. Yeah. And so now Rachel's like a little nervous uh-huh. and I'm like, y- girl, you are going to be just fine.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Um, Avon reassures her that both of his parents are going to love her. And specifically, and I thought this was one of the strongest lines of the fucking episode. Hmm. He's like, my parents are going to love you. And both of my parents are going to really love how I am with you. Hmm. Okay. And I was like, ooh, specificity is key, my nigga. Okay. Um, so he's, it's just obvious. Avon's going to next week. There's yeah. no way he's not going to fantasy Absolutely. suites. I remain suspicious of the... <laughs> the genuine nature of Rachel's connection with him. Cause we yeah. don't really hear her talking about like her feelings right. for Avon. Yeah. Um, often. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm, I'm curious about and I look forward to seeing whatever drama that seems to potentially unfold between the two of them after fantasy suites. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to the group with the guys and, You know, Tino uh, is saying, I think it's rad that she's doing the full-blown after-party for all of us. It's it's clear that she's being really thorough and wants to choose who she wants to go into hometowns with. Um,
0: Tyler has this moment with her. It is... Oh, no. Go ahead. No, yeah. This... Okay, so I'm remembering now because this is... So, yeah, Tyler Tyler has this moment. They have a great moment, great connection. Tyler pretty much says, like... this like, is my wife. Yeah. He's like, I'm really here for you. Like, I'm, I think he says I'm falling in love. Maybe not. I don't remember. Maybe I made that up. I, I think
1: he might, he, he says I'm falling hard for okay. you.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I think
1: something we should pay attention into, uh, into something we should pay attention to next week is he says, um, that his family has told him, if you are not completely confident that this is the last girl you're going to bring home. We don't want to meet like don't bring her. Yeah. And I th- I think Rachel's gonna hold on to that and uh huh. it's it's okay, gonna it come into play turmoil. next
0: week. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, so um, I do remember them having a good connection and I was like, Oh, okay. So like there's there's more here that I didn't know about. Um, but then yeah, I think this mm-hmm. is where my Tino was so dramatic note came in because yeah, Tino was talking about all this Shit. stuff, but then he starts to get like once again. Very, like, territorial over her to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when he doesn't get the rose because she gives it to Tyler, he's all throwing an adult tantrum. Um, And I'm like, sir, you signed up for this show. Like, you know what's happening. You're not going to get every single rose. That doesn't mean that you don't have a good connection It just means that tonight she made some extra steps with Tyler and that's fine. You still don't go to hometowns. So I'm going to need you to calm down because that's when we get Ethan's iconic comment. And honestly, I think before that, I think we, we thought that it was maybe Tyler saying it, but we love that it's Ethan. Um, We were wrong. It's even better now. Yeah. yeah. It's even better because yeah, Ethan says Tino's being a real baby back bitch and correct. He is because why are you all up in your feelings with all when the, Two, when three of us still don't have a rose. Like, you are I not mean, the only one without they a rose. even... Yes, and Ethan
1: specifically, Avon brings this up. He's like, you really didn't win nothing, Ethan. And he's like, yeah, right. and I have a better attitude about it. Right. And I think a lot of the language that, that Tino uses that I can't even... I can't even be like, damn, editing is really trying to contrive some sort of jealousy arc for Tino. I was trying mm-hmm. to give him the benefit of the doubt ahead of this uh-huh. episode. But his language the entire time is so weird, you know, he's like, you know, I hit it out of the park today so much so that I'm speechless and I'm like speechless about how well the day went or you're speechless at yourself, right? you know, or... Then his response, talking about, you know, I'm I'm at a loss for words. I don't fucking get it. I hit every point today, had all of the amazing moments. I mean, we were literally just talking about how she feels so strongly for me, and I can't see anyone connecting on a deeper level than that. What do you mean? She's dating more than right. just you. Of she, course there can be not somebody final deeper two. than you.
0: This is not, like, yes. there, even if it was final two, she could still have a stronger connection with somebody else, like, Absolutely it just it was like, and the I don't think he should be was- able to
1: invalidate right her connection with other people without centering himself I'm like, exactly, which is what I think once again Rachel likes because it's yeah. what she does herself. You even hear her when she's talking about um Tyler saying that he's falling hard for her that um she's so happy that he's being willing to you know be super vulnerable with her Uh but it really feels like what she's saying is I'm so happy that he's telling me not exactly how he feels which is what she says but exactly what I want to hear which is what I think she feels yeah you know Um, but Tino kind of does it very similarly just throws a temper tantrum in the process and you get this like cut of him talking to the producers off in the corner after he fucking storms off from the group of dudes yeah. saying, you know, I mean, like, getting it after I crushed today and that, like, that would be like, I'm rolling into hometowns and I'm about to fight. Zack out or Avon out or anybody else that's trying to fuck with these waters. Let's go. It's like, bro, oh, sir. what is this? Huh? Are you okay? Yeah. And then he, like, Tino really is acting like, as Ethan said, a baby back bitch and i know that ethan apologized for you know having the audacity to say that but i don't first of all it was hilarious second of all yeah i don't
0: think you said anything wrong right no apologies necessary
1: no <laughs> at all um and then we you know we end with tino um saying this is a fucking joke the fear is that i'm falling really hard for this girl and she's not And so essentially he's just, he's second guessing it all and his insecurities are being drawn up. um, And he talks about it and it uh, admits it when Ethan confronts, you know, not even confronts him, but sits him down to call him in and have a conversation. We took some disrespect to the way you just walked off from us last night. Like we're all, we're here together and you had an incredible day yesterday And Tino admits it. He's like, yeah, I should have been there for you guys. I was just really shook by the end of all of that. I just, you know, he very selfishly thought that he was the only one that could possibly have a fantastic connection with her. And his insecurities are coming up because he's trying to give her all this reassurance and he feels like he's doing it and maybe she's not receiving it. That's mostly what we get from Tino ahead of the ceremony. So it'll be really interesting to kind of see what drama unfolds going forward as it gets down to who I believe are going to be her her top her top three which is going to be Zach, Avon, and himself I think that's going to be her her top three yeah I would agree I think our our boy bless his heart Tyler is going home next week in his hometown but I think that's going to come up some more and if it doesn't if this territorial energy doesn't come up i'm going to be really surprised and a little more questionable about the information that we've been given about tino because he we saw him say a lot of these words with his own mouth
0: right we did
1: you know Uh, but i do think this is the energy that rachel is into
0: yeah which like you said like it's very much giving there's a there's a strong like right probably the the right choice and there's a strong, probably the wrong choice that you're going to um, choose with your punani. This will be
1: a fun choice for a couple months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a a year or two. Yeah, this yeah, will, yeah. exactly. You know,
0: um, so we'll see.
1: Um, yeah. We get one last conversation with Gabby ahead of the rose ceremony where, you know, she's talking with Waste of Time, Jesse Palmer mm-hmm. and. She's not sure what she wants to do ahead of the rose ceremony because she didn't get a group date rose, which I still call bullshit on. Yeah. Um, and so she wants to leave feeling good about the people she's bringing to hometowns. Uh-huh. But there are some relationships that she doesn't think have progressed well enough for yeah. her to move through hometowns with them. So um, this is where it's formally stated that Logan can't be joining us for the rest of the journey. hmm. Uh, and that she still feels like she has a lot to think about, which I I don't really think she does.
0: Yeah, I think she
1: knows that Spencer's got to go. Nice guy, super sweet, or whatever. But yeah, they haven't had enough time together, yeah, if really any at haven't. all. Uh-uh. So, um, yeah, we get into the rose ceremony, and they both look like they are going to two different parties. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We have there's another, not even a cocktail party. No, there's that we no see. cocktail
0: party. We get like some more kind of cloak moments happening. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, of course. Um Eric gets a rose. Um well Nate already gone. Who else is there for Gabby? Eric. Eric, Jason, and Jason Johnny get their and roses. Johnny get their roses. So yeah, we say bye to Spencer. Bye, Spencer. Mm-hmm. And the-
1: I thought it was so sad. I was like, oh, dang, like, Spencer's leaving. And when he didn't get his rose, I was like, wait, why didn't they show him, like, saying goodbye? Yeah. I was like, I know damn well they don't got Spencer standing up here waiting for Rachel to get
0: through all of her roses. Right. And lo and, and fucking did.
1: behold.
0: And they did. And I was like. <laughs> they did. Yeah, no, that was so strange. I do I do remember thinking that was a choice. Because, um, yeah. Mm-hmm why like just let because that's the other thing like also we could do two separate row ceremonies like we don't have to have them doing them yeah together, y'all want us so separated goddamn right. shit
1: like let me have my own row ceremony um and they got us on the american ninja
0: warrior set right, walking over this over goddamn this pool. pool um child but yeah so then ethan oh, still so sad about it we say bye to ethan because of course tyler already has True. a rose zach already has a rose yes so tino mm-hmm. gets his rose and even uh, gets Aven his gets rose. his rose and sweet yeah. ethan is going home but he has such a sweet goodbye with rachel that is so precious and we just it all is. love it is we love him so much and also i noticed something i, I
1: you know i would be watching this show too closely so, hmm. and I wrote this down just to make sure I wasn't fucking crazy, right? Uh-huh. So, my notes say, watching Ethan leave hurts me, damn. Also, do all these niggas have chains now? Because oh. they cut to Tyler and he's also wearing a chain on, around his neck. All of them got oh. a goddamn chain necklace. I okay. swear to God. Yeah. And the only one that's pulling it off currently is Jason. I digress. Ethan says, Rach, thank you for everything. I wish you nothing but the best. They share a hug. And Rachel pulls back and she looks him in the eyes and her eyes look so genuine. Mm -hmm. She says, I just want you to know that you have made this experience so positive for me. Thank you. And you see a little blip in the screen. And I was like, did my screen jump? So I rewound it and I was like, no, there's a blip there. Uh And you hear Ethan kind of cut in and say, thank you for this opportunity. You light up every room you're in too. As in, Mm. you light up every room you're in also. Which means Rachel said to him, you light up every room you're in. And they fucking cut it out. And I want to know why. I need to know why. Because it seems like certain folks are afforded these very specific storylines that uplift their character. We just watched them do it all season with Nate. But Ethan, for some reason, didn't get the same treatment. Right. How fucking come? Did they want us to think she didn't have a connection with him for real, for real? Like, are we continuing to, like, go for it with the narrative that male identifying Asian bodies are, um, you know, always emasculated and only worthy of friendship? Like, what? Yeah. What was the fucking reason? Because that was weird. And they both say to each other, I'll miss you. Yeah. So there's so much of this relationship that we're just never going to know about.
0: Yeah. I hope that there's more there that we get to learn more in mental all about their relationship. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like, especially with the, well, mental All was already filmed. Um, but I was going to say, it especially, last especially, week, with right? the, um, yeah. Like last week or something, especially with the, um, with all the like social media attention Ethan's been getting after this episode aired. Like I would hope that they mm-hmm. would give him time. on needs his own section. They need yeah. to put him on the couch but so I he can talk, talk. I don't know that he will, but we'll see. We'll see. We're holding out for that.
1: We'll see. Uh, Clickbait had him on their podcast today, and they were talking. And you know that is a Bachelor Nation sanctioned uh-huh. fucking propaganda machine, uh, they were talking about his potentiality as the next Bachelor, and I was like, mm, if yeah. these niggas are talking about it, then you know they're listening to us, right? And by us, I mean like our portion of Bachelor Nation where we're all like, let's campaign for Ethan to be the next right. Bachelor because he is an unproblematic king and we love right. him. And yeah. as as you guys will see in our Do Better Sis that we put out, um, we are super supportive in the opportunity to tell an AAPI-led love story because yeah. why fucking not? They yeah. account... Asian-American bodies account for... Asian bodies, period, excuse me, account for maybe s- between 6 and 11% of all content in Hollywood. That's uh-huh. it. That's yeah. including all roles, be it leading or speaking and supporting roles, and half of the time they are reduced to stereotypes and tropes leaning into the model minority myth, yellow and brown peril, or hypersexualizing Asian women, or mm-hmm. emasculating Asian men. We've seen it happen time and time again within this franchise with folks like Dr. Joe and Tammy. Yeah. And it goes you know, as far back as Catherine Lowe. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen if we don't capitalize on an opportunity to resource ourselves and authentically tell the story about someone that does not look like every other bachelor or bachelorette we've had before? Why
0: not Ethan? Why can't it be Ethan? Child, if they don't choose Ethan and they choose one of these If it's not men, Ethan,
1: I want to see Mike Johnson. Yeah. If it's not Mike Johnson, I want to see fucking... Um,
0: I'd rather see Nate. If, yeah, if I it's mean, not- I, I do I do think with Nate's goodbye, I think he definitely got the Bachelor edit for his goodbye. Um, sure. But now there is all but this... But I think there's too much drama right, now. Right, there's too there's much too drama much. now. So I feel like best best bet is he be fucked Ethan, his own shot unless they go back to someone yeah if they choose somebody else bring back mike johnson please mm-hmm. um, i'm interested in that yeah i would i would be interested and in, i was gonna say and bring back rachel Lindsay as the host but she ain't coming back but she might <laughs> she come back for mike back. johnson though she might she said i'm running this Shh. listen you I'm know i will be running this and i will." like We have folks
1: like Jody Baskerville who are in positions of power. So, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like we should be running towards the opportunity to diversify the kinds of stories we tell. Not diversify the people we put on the show, but offer actual representation for folks. Right. Right. Let's switch it up. Let's do something different because what y'all are doing is not working. And we've been hearing it time and time again, even with this season. The girls are doing the best they can with what they got
0: right it shout out mariah yeah. carey right yeah just continues to to put these contestants in harmful situations as they are represented and yeah. you know in negative lights and all these things Woo, child okay um
1: we so did next it.
0: week seven hometowns you ready yeah that's gonna be the episodes is already long enough child like it's too much it's yeah, I'm not so I'm the excited answer is to no. see Kronk. No, I'm not ready. Um, uh, excited to see Prague. Okay, I, I am no, not Prague, Kronk. Oh. I said, from I Emperor's said Prague, new groove I said they going to Prague. Um, no, they're going home. They're going home. <laughs> um, okay, Emperor's New Groove, Kronk. Yes, we love that. He is Zach's zach's uncle
1: it appears okay. so that'll be really literally a celebrity is going to be is that actually him episode. i
0: wasn't actually paying attention is that actually him
1: yeah oh, okay. i'm almost absolutely positive his name is um what is his name patrick warburton okay love that and it sounds like it sounds verbatim like cronk so i'm like who the fuck else could this be it has to, right. be. <laughs> has to be okay so
0: well that's um, good yeah hometowns
1: are coming yeah. up Hometowns are coming up. We're gonna, gonna re- meet be... Avon's mama
0: and daddy, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully I'll be interested to see that. Um, we're gonna see Tyler get his heart broke. Yeah, Tyler's gonna get his heart broke. So we have hometowns and we're gonna have Mental All. Or are we gonna have hometowns, then fantasy, no, then we're mental all?
1: Hometowns, fantasy, then mental all, then the finale, then we got like six episodes left.
0: Um Hometowns fantasy mental all <laughs> then the finale so that's like 4 really i would say like 4 uh
1: uh cuz we still have to do after the final rose but they
0: normally do that on the same night
1: as the finale i don't oh no the schedule has been released they're not doing it on the same night the season is going to end on we have an episode every week until september 20th Shout out Bachelor Data.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm looking it up as we speak. I'm looking it up as we bum, speak. Bum bum bum. Bum bum, bum 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 bum
1: bum 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 seventh.
0: Everyone please hold. Everyone please hold. We are done We are getting you the goods here. <laughs> um <coughs> ew it's because they're splitting fantasy suites into two weeks and I, and correct ah there correct. we go mental all is six episodes Mentel all is before fantasy suites yeah nice um yeah. so yeah ment so weeks so we're gonna have hometown hometowns,
1: hometowns mental, all, mental all fantasy
0: suites fantasy suites finale Finale and after, after the final, final rose are on the same night. That's correct. September okay. 20th. I just
1: knew that they were sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. they
0: are. They are on the same night. I was like, <sighs> they don't be doing that where they be having us wait a whole another week. Um,
1: yeah. And we're, we'll be switching from Mondays to Tuesdays um, for episodes because football is going to start in a couple weeks.
0: So Child, I know why you worry about no football. Um. Okay, so we got we got a good couple couple more weeks here, but that's pretty mm-hmm. much it for us from this week. Any last thoughts? Mm,
1: yeah, no, I don't think I have any last thoughts. I'm really looking forward to meeting Tino's daddy because he looked mean.
0: Oh,
1: he gonna have Rachel in there in in shambles. But oh, I, think, yeah. I think I think they're that, they're yeah. going to be. They're gonna be fine because yeah. it's, it's clear after after she meets his parents, she's going to tell him like, "I'm falling in love with you." Like you uh-huh. can see that in the, the trailer and stuff. But he's yeah. his, her da-
0: his daddy gonna grill the fuck out of her. Yeah, and she did say something like, "Surprise! I made it out alive," or something like she she yeah she probably went through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, all right. I don't think I have any well, final it. thoughts. I promise I will have, uh, better notes. Next week, um, but yeah, thank y'all for listening. Of course, as always, please leave us a nice little comment on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, tell your friends. Please review. Please review. Um, join us on the Patreon, and that's it. We're gonna see y'all next week. When well, we hope y'all enjoyed the bonus Talk episode because that was fun for us. And we're gonna we do more. So. Yeah
1: absolutely let us know what you guys thought about that one and we cannot wait to talk to you guys again next week
0: yep all right bye bye